Welcome everyone to another episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Brian. And I'm Corbin. Ooh, that's some energy right there, Corbin. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> I'm Brian and, I, and I was here long enough for the intro and I'll be back. Right, <laughs> enjoy, enjoy, Brian. I love it. <laughs> enjoy, Brian. Um, yeah, what's going on? Happy birthday, Kyle. Belated birthday. That's why I'm excited. That's the energy right now. Corbin what Corbin's got his drink ready. Kyle, I know Kyle's got I his do. drink ready. Rum and coke. I call him bullshit on that one, Corbin. As you should hold the rum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling that bullshit on that one. Corbin. As you should, I will never drink live on the pod unless it's a, no, not my. I gotta in, maintain my integrity here. Plus, Me too. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh man, what's going on, fellas? What's what's good? What's new? How's are you guys surviving the crazy, crazy, crazy world we live in right now? Oh my goodness, it's it's. it's I can't even wrap my head around it. It's insane to me. Some of it, some of it, I can't wrap my head around. Some of it just disgusts me, and some of it, I just don't understand why it's even still going on today in 2020. Right. That's. It's a shame. It's really a shame. It, it makes my head shake. We are yeah. we are still currently fighting issues that should have been solved long before any of us were born. It's like so. Scooby-Doo resolving mysteries that have already been nailed. Like, what are you doing? How many times you take that goddamn mask off? We knew it was you to begin <laughs> with. We know. Why did you run around? you all along, 2020. And I would have done it again if it wasn't for you. You did do it again. Like, calm down. Right? Over and over and over. Exactly. Damn you, 2020. Damn you. Can you just go over 2020 and let me out? I'm going to walk. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll walk the rest of the way. Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> the first half of 2020 has oh, been enough. Let's hope the back half totally redeems the first half, but I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with all that. Um, best meme year ever. It is. It has been, yes. Yeah, for reals. <sighs> when you know you went from Corona to murder hornets to looting, L- looting and rioting. Oh. Yeah, crazy. I mean, if there was one, I mean, there's not any good thing to come out of this. But I've really enjoyed the Pepsi spoofs off of the Kendall Jenner commercial. <laughs> oh. The fact that people are actually doing it it kills yeah, me. I know there was one I saw, and he like went up. I saw the picture, and then the one he's like. Won't you take it? And the cops like put it down. He's like, "Oh, it yeah. worked for Kendall." And I just lost <laughs> the fact that people actually are trying it is is what's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, if there's anything to take away from this, I choose to take that as something to laugh at. Um, but yeah, that that it's been, you know, also 2020, the year I got a background. Hey, oh, 
Yeah, it's better than just four little pieces of sad. Listen, sad if I don't, I don't have the array of magical art pieces that Kyle does. I don't have the background of your room that that yeah, you do. I, know. I need to get a better I have background. To do with what I have, and I have posters. I'm playing, but I'm working on sounding too. It's going to be legit. I just need to get You're green right. screen so I can green screen myself somewhere badass every week. You know what actually yeah. happened in July? What? Aliens land. This oh my god! Crisis on Infinite Earths, but real time. That'd be a. Don't even speak. I'm knocking on wood. I'm knocking yes. on. Yes. Yes. Hello, Wookie. Now massive uh, asteroids are flying near the Earth and hurricanes, which I Kyle's calling my, is finally coming. Yes, I nominate myself to get on and be a driller. I will help drill 800 feet and drop an atomic bomb. You know, this this is a callback to an old, long, long ago episode where uh, I believe there's a Photoshop out there of you and Liv Tyler. So you're already halfway there, you know, there. with Steven Tyler serenading you on the oh, beach. Oh, halfway. <laughs> My voice. Awesome. Andy is the one who made that one for us. Yes, he is. But, but yeah, so, I mean, to go along with all the, the craziness of, of everything that's going on, Yep. YouTube personality Jake Paul decides to come to Arizona and help loot the Scottsdale Fashion Square Mall. He says he didn't loot anything. He was just sitting there documenting. And uh, people have got him all on video. He's all over social media there. Um, he, Literally everyone else begs to differ. Yeah, he was just said, I, I, you know, I wasn't doing anything. I was just I was just there documenting with my crew the the massive amounts of injustice that's going on in the world and Arizona in particular. And I happen to be at a mall that's being looted. Right. I'm not at the protest that's going on downtown, miles and miles and miles away yeah. from Scottsdale Fashion Square. I would but no, yeah. no. I'm I am at the mall that's going to be looted. So he's he's being the state filed charges against him: criminal trespassing and unlawful assembly, both which are misdemeanor charges. Um. But yeah, he hasn't really responded to the the charges yet. But yeah, oh, he said something about like, "Oh, just give them to me. And let's move on, move forward for <laughs> the movement." Like something. No, so no, no, not move forward for the movement. Fuck you. Fuck, Fuck you. you. Why were you in? Our, why were you in our state in the first place? You're in California. There's more interesting shit going on in your in L.A. with the riots and stuff there than there is here. Why are you coming here? And all the places. Why are you looting a mall? You're a millionaire. Why are you looting? The, this mall. It, oh, I, I wasn't looting. Dude, you were inside the mall after hours when it was closed. doesn't matter if you were losing or not. You were they still were part of it. actually closed early because they yeah. had a tip that it was fucking gonna, that was gonna happen, so they shut everything down. Yeah. I mean, I was down there right before it happened. He was trying to speak for those who have no voice and he just got caught in the wrong place at the wrong time. Can't we just accept hey, that? No. I was trying to speak no. for those people in the coach store, too. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> You know, I'm nothing honestly, speaks. Nothing yeah. speaks to help people out like stealing shit from Louis Vuitton. Yeah, I'm just saying. Doesn't that scream that he's one of the people? <laughs> I'm standing up. Go, they're just like us. <laughs> I'm standing up for your social injustices, but check out these free ear pods I've got. You know, getting out of there. Come on, man. I have this yeah. really nice Louis Vuitton wallet now. Oh, he, I'm he flash. Shit. 
keep him out of our state, man. He can go be a fuckhead. Fuck out of here. Stay the fuck out of here. Yeah, he can go be a fuckhead in California. We don't need him being a fuckhead here. We've got enough yeah. of those. I was about to say we got too many. Yeah, so, fuck all that. You know, it was weird too because um, I was down there about an hour before all that started, and I was like, "Fuck, it's fucking packed down here." I wonder why it's so packed down here. Because like where I work, it's like two blocks from Fashion Square. Mm-hmm. And I was down there doing something for work and it was getting to be late. And I was like, and I was like, everywhere, why the fuck are there so many people down here? What is going on? And I fucking tootled through Fashion Square and I saw all these people kind of grouped up. And I was like, but I just thought it was like, it's, it's it's downtown Scottsdale. It's the mall. This happens. There's a bunch of bars a block away. You know what I mean? There was, you know, I just took it as it was time to party. You know, it was time to party. Yeah, and it, I guess it I, was with their new Louis Vuitton and coat shit. And I guess someone <laughs> got him on camera. Somebody handed him a, a stolen vodka bottle. And like yep. Grizzle Geek just said, he was point he was pointing out the injustices of high vodka prices at PF Chang's. As any logical person <laughs> would do. You know, at some point you're rich. Like I understand, but your being there and your presence and your actions have taken away from what people are trying to do in this movement. And you're focusing and the focus is on you now because now you're part your your name alone is is part of this because you were caught looting. You don't see and these other celebrities that are protesting away from the good and the and the and the this what needs to be focused on you're taking away from that mm-hmm. by directing it on something negative and by destruction of property like that's ultimately just damaging and counterproductive like, to anything it's like positive. two steps back yeah yeah exactly. like, hey we're we're taking this step forward to do this and you're right i did orchestrate it my bad guys and not, but not only that you're part of the problem in a state you don't even fucking live in you're part of the problem you are one of the reasons why we are in lockdown or curfew at eight o'clock every night this weekend poor kyle can't go out and drink at the bar on his birthday not, not just covid19 let alone but you and everyone else that ro- that looted are the reason we're on a curfew now and i should be going out do tomorrow anything. night and singing karaoke for the yeah. first time Right, that was my promise. I was singing karaoke on my birthday. Live your best life. We were going to do it together. We talked about this. Well, yeah. we never did, but we talked about some of it. <laughs> we like, the karaoke. plan I was telling Matt, we were talking about it the other day. I was that's what I was going to do. I was, I was having an open invite to go to the bar to sing so we could hang out and everybody could come hang out with us and sing yep. karaoke. And I just, I mean, if you want to do your stupid bullshit for your YouTube videos, that's fine. Don't just don't do it here. Don't do it in Arizona. Get out do of it here. Somewhere else. Yeah, do it in California where you live. Like, or take it to New York if you want to really go. You crazy and your brother, your right. brother is kind of Logan's kind of redeemed himself, but Jake, you, you and him both are just known for stupid shit, doing dumb you shit. Know, where he should have gone was Minnesota and protests. Yeah, exactly. And, and and viewed his viewpoint and and helped get this message across of not looting, but a message across if that's what he was really doing. That's where he should have done it. Yeah, compare notes out to how all you can of your, better. your adolescent children fans about the injustices that were they're facing right, growing up and the movement that's going on. But instead, you want to come to Scottsdale, but I mean Snobsdale as we all call it, or Snotsdale, whatever you want to call it, and you want to loot the mall. And I don't care if you were looting or not; that's fine. But you were in the mall 
after hours, after people had just broken into it. You're, you're just as guilty, regardless if you took anything, as everyone else that's in there. It's still trespassing. And I don't think there should I'm be a... I'm just documenting. I'm yeah. just documenting. I don't, I don't think there should be a just a, you know, pay the fine and move on. This needs to be... Like, they need to make an example out of him and be like, look, give him the maximum... It's not that big of a sentence because it's only misdemeanors, but give him the maximum you can. Make an example out of him to stop this from ever happening again. But the only problem is that all they are going to do is just what you said. Yeah, it's going to... Stop on the wrist. Yeah, so. it's going mm-hmm. to disappear, but it just... I guess it depends on how much of an issue people make out of it and what other footage comes out eventually of what he was he actually doing there, you know? It, who knows? Dude, he knew something. There, it was it was broadcasted out that that was what was going to happen. Yeah, and so he took came, it off. Yep, to join in on the riding festivities. Mm-hmm. That you said exactly probably how they look at it and capitalize on everything going on for a little bit of fun and a couple of views. And that's fun. I mean, and that was his excuse. Right. I wanted to document the the travesties and injustices that were going that's on what in makes Arizona. Worse though, that you would yeah. even pretend. You care about what's going on. Like, if you're gonna mess around and have tomfoolery, whatever. Ignorance is bliss. Do what you gotta do there. I mean, I don't support it, but I'm saying, like, okay, fine, that happened. But to then go and try to go, oh no, we were in for a just and worthy cause, dude. There's cameras. We saw what you were doing. Yeah. Like, well, fuck out of like, here. It's that. like Kyle said. Go down to it's Phoenix. March in Phoenix. Go to where the front lines of everything that's going on is in Phoenix. Why are you gonna do that in Scottsdale? What are you mm. proving and what are you showing in Scottsdale? That those people that were in Scottsdale were there for one particular reason. Nobody there was Only. protesting. Exactly. Nobody. And then it started with, oh, well, we're going to, you know, we got put on this curfew. And then they're like, oh, well, Westgate is going to be next. So they had the, the cops locked down Westgate, SWAT teams at Westgate. They, Walmart is, is board, closing at 5 o'clock and boarding up their doors. Walmart by me closed at 5 and they're pushing in pallets of topsoil in front of the doors so people can't get to the doors and stuff. So it's, it just caused a whole bunch of mass hysteria in our area for all of that looting. And it just, it's a damn shame. I just, it, I don't know. And it just goes to show there's, it's, it's, there's always bad seeds in no matter what groups, no matter how good something is, there's always a bad seed or two in it. True that. That's just the way, it, and it sucks. Same thing as with uh, the cops. There's a lot of good cops, but there's enough bad seeds in there that it ruins it for everybody. And it's just like with the looting and the rioting. There's such a good message being brought, but there's such a small percentage that are ruining it for everybody because they're not focusing on the message anymore. They're focusing on what's going to make people watch TV and, and watch the 10 o'clock news. Yeah. And a peaceful protest is not what people want to see, and that's what sucks. But I, I mean, I have to applaud the protesters here because the last three nights they've been peaceful. They've done peaceful protests, and they've and they've left when the curfew hits. So, so my buddy I work with, you see the one where the cops kneeled. Mm-hmm. My buddy was one of the people that were standing there talking to the cops about kneeling. He was like, you know. And I was talking to him about it the next day because he sent me the video. He's like, look at this. Before we go on the news or anything, he sent me this video. And he's like, look at this, dude. We got the cops to kneel and to understand with what we're talking about. He's like, this is great. And I was like, what? He sent it to me. And he's like, 
he's like, look at this. They, you know what I mean? He just said, he's like, I was so frustrated at what I was watching. I had to go down there and I had to be like, this is, you know, this is crazy. And, you know, he was sitting there with these guys and the cops and he's like, you know, if you just see it from our perspective, he's like, you know, just, and he was talking to him. He was like, you know, if it stays peaceful, he's like, and they were talking to him. They're like, if you just kneel, everything will be all right. We'll go home. Everything's cool. You just need to see it from our side. And like, they went back and forth a little bit. And then that's when the cops kneeled. He sent me this video of them having that discussion, which was really fucking cool. Yeah. But then you got cops kneeling. Out to him. You got cops kneeling one day in cities, and then the next Beating day in the same spot, that. shooting tear gas at him the next day. And you know, it's you know, they had the video of the cop kneeling one day, and the next day he's pushing down a seventy-year-old man and, and cracking his head open. And but I mean, somebody said in the chat it has given out great memes, and we have like Hawkeye. Have you guys seen Hawkeye yet? Yeah. You haven't seen Hawkeye yet, Kyle. So there's a dude who gets beat up by a bunch of protesters and the news interviews them. And he was like, I was screaming out all lives matter. And they just surrounded me and started beating me. And then uh, if video comes out, the dude gets out of his car with a bow and arrow and he's aiming a bow and arrow at, at protesters <laughs> and, and like waving a machete around. So they all gang up on him and beat him up. And, and then they flipped his car and burnt his car, but they, the internet has dubbed him Hawkeye. Because That's awesome. <laughs> waving a bow and arrow around. I don't think I you know, this is me and this is my own perspective, but I don't think anybody should be protesting right now. All lives matter. We should be concentrating on Black Lives Matter. That's what we need to be. Because if you exactly. look at percent, if you look at percentages, you can look and say, yes, there was more white people that were killed by cops, but percentage-wise of the amount of people there are of race. It's lower. So, it, no, we're not concentrating on All Eyes Matter right now. That's just what I think. That's just my opinion. I agree. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I don't know. I come from a place I talk about a lot on social media and everything, but in general, I just, I want it enough where the dialogue starts that you can have those uncomfortable conversations. Obviously, the extra negative feedback and everything that's going on this crazy just year has just impacted a lot um, in general. But just having those conversations, having that mindset, I think is important to just understand. You know what I mean? I don't want to myself too much on it personally because you guys have said it much more eloquently than me. But in general, just like understand the reality of the situation and then what we can do to get better and actively just trying to get better. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine saying, I don't like your skin color, so I don't like you. How many people do you miss out on in this world that could make your life so much better? And, and just because you don't, I, I don't know, it just doesn't make sense to me. It, yeah, it's, it's so I, weird. I, 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 you know what? It just might be a different thinking, but I just, I'm not going to like anybody. I don't even know you. How can you not, how can you dislike somebody that you don't even know or will never meet? That, how can you do that? I don't know. It's, it's, it's insane. I, I mean, to tell me I'm stupid, but that just doesn't make sense. You there, somebody, and then you figure out, oh, that guy fucking sucks. There's so Maybe. many more reasons to dislike somebody rather than the color of their skin. You know, just because they're stupid. Oh, yeah. that guy's an idiot. I'm just, I just don't stay away from that guy. But just to go, I don't know him. I've never seen him before in my life. But since his skin color, I don't like him. That's fucking stupid. That's a stupid mindset to have. 
I couldn't even imagine having that mindset. It's a lot, man. But people. <laughs> Michael Stout. <laughs> your neighbor's house is on fire. You don't scream out all houses matter because they aren't putting water on your house also. <laughs> exactly. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Like, like I... I hate Jake Paul now because he's. I feel like he's an opportunistic fuck. He saw he saw an yeah, opportunity yeah, to to, <laughs> to get out there and use this for his advantage to get his YouTube clicks. And I don't care if you're a millionaire or not. You're an opportunistic fuck. You came to Arizona when you don't live here. You came to Scottsdale. You looted the fucking store. Yeah, go back to California. You came here. You looted our stores, and then you you think that oh well, let's just move on. No, fuck you, fuck you, you opportunistic <laughs> fuck. And your fucking channel. I don't care how many subscribers you have compared to us. Fuck you, you opportunistic fuck. That's all I'm gonna say. That's the last I'm saying on it because it, it it pisses me off that you know he's there front and center with his cameras. People are catching him and asking him why he's there, and then he just wants to be like, "Oh, I wasn't looting. I was just documenting the front lines of this tra travesty." Like Kyle said, read <laughs> it again. Fuck you. Yeah, eyes on the ground. <laughs> yeah, if you want to, if you want to be documenting a travesty, go downtown where they're shooting tear gas and rubber bullets. Don't be looting a fucking mall in Snotsdale with the, all yeah. the other reach people that are out there. Fuck you, you opportunistic fuck. And stay. And yeah. just don't cool. fucking if you know if you want to come back here to do something good. All this for is downtown it. right now. That wow. that's dope. It's crazy. If wow. you want to come down here to, for something good. That's fine, but if you're gonna come here just to loot and be an opportunistic fuck for click for video clicks, fuck you. We got enough people here that want to do that. Fuck you. So that's in front of my wife's work. Wow. That's awesome. Just FYI. Wow. That's crazy. That's, I'm glad they're back though. The I'm glad there's so many people that that want to to get this good message across that you know this is not what we want in 2020. Or 2019, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, I mean, forever. And then yeah. 21, 22, 23, I mean, back and forth. Nope, we're just chilling, talk comics, man. You know, not have to go past stuff that we thought was elementary. But apparently isn't. <sighs> I just want all of us to come together color, creed, religious, or, you know, sexual orientation, educational background. Can we all just sit together? Hold hands and watch an episode of Batwoman. Can we just do? No, that? we can't. Whoa, 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 whoa! Especially <laughs> since uh, the main part of the show is being replaced. The yeah. whole character. You know what? We're not going to replace the actress. We're going to replace the whole goddamn character. So Matt had a, this is actually first props to me. That was a great segue. But second of all, Matt had a pretty good. Um, explanation about this, which I'm honored to have Matt in my corner at least once, because usually he agrees with Kyle 110%, but I was so down on this. I was listening to Grizzle Geek, and they were discussing it, and I couldn't even argue. I was like, yeah, the show's screwed. Like, damn. And Matt gave a really good point before we got on live, where most of our greatest conversations happen. I'm just kidding. Anyway, um, <laughs> Matt, like... It's, it's true. That's where, our, that's where our genius truly shines, is before we hit record. <laughs> before we hit go live. That's where our genius um, truly shines. But, but share what you think is going to be interesting about Batwoman, since I want to talk about a positive before we get, you know, slammed everywhere. 
Well, I was saying, so Batwoman, Corbin was like, oh, well, I'm, I'm all upset that Batwoman is, they're replacing the character and Ruby Rose is leaving and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, dude, it's a genius idea. So, you know, knowing from The Walking Dead, Kyle, who, what's the number one character in The Walking Dead that people are constantly screaming about wanting in the comic book? Daryl. Exactly. So you're making a brand new character for this woman. So you're going to bring in a brand new person named Ryan Wilder to take over the mantle of Batwoman. There, those comics are going to sell like hotcakes when when she makes her appearance in the comic because she's probably going to. If if she becomes a popular character and returns around this show and the the ratings go up for it, she's going to be she's going to be a huge thing and probably be in the comics. So you're you're piggybacking off of, off of that popularity when they bring her to the comics and it's just going to sell like gangbusters. So I think that's why it's an it's a smart idea to cast talking in the background to replace Corbin's watching something else. No, I have you another son of a bitch, playing. Corbin. I'm not watching something else. I have another live from the CBSI playing. Give me a you second. You son of a bitch. Listen, you don't go watch no, the Hot I'm, 10, all right? I'm not watching the Hot 10. Be I was here now, to Corbin. I'm the Hot 10 in 20 minutes. With I was saving it to my watch later. I just couldn't figure out why, why? my computer Why? Was when you can watch it in 10 minutes when Brian comes back and does it himself. I like to support my friends. Uh, I like to support Brian too. Support get, the I, show you're on, you son of a bitch. I was. I was trying to save it to my watch <laughs> later. I didn't know. <laughs> I thought I heard a, I thought I heard a wild McClay in the background who's not I know, here watching. I was like, what is well, that? I never even pressed the volume, so I had another YouTube who was muted. I went to click watch later, and then the volume popped. I'm sitting going, okay, this is fine. <laughs> I'll be quick. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I wasn't. So let's continue. <laughs> so go ahead and give us your spiel about how heartbroken you are that Ruby Rose has left Batwoman and how it's such a great show that nobody's watching. So so great that Kyle just left because he was like, fuck this. Listen, I understand. I grew... The Batwoman show did a lot of SJW um, topics, a lot more on pleading on social justice, which I don't mind in moments um, or maybe an episode or two, but I think when you're doing it to the point that it overtakes the story, you have yourself an issue, and that's exactly what was happening there. Um, I thought Rubio's was fine. At first, I thought her acting was stiff, just for the role, but I thought she came on and really became the character as we kind of came into it. it. It just really, unfortunately, didn't give us a whole lot to work with. There were some interesting characters here and there that you could kind of get your attention to, but the overall theme, and you can kind of tell with CW shows and the DC as, as a whole, I feel like I say this every other episode we talk about Batwoman, it just goes a certain direction, and it detracts from everything. But there have been people who already hated it from the trailer that didn't give it a shot, and so I just said to give it a shot. But now... And this was the one thing, this was rumored to have happened when Ruby Rose first basically said she was no longer going to do the show, that they would recast and go in an entirely different direction. And I remember thinking to myself, why the hell would you do that? Like, don't do that. Just continue, recast, make a backstory something, because you already don't have forward momentum right now. The last thing you want to do is lose more people. So yeah, you might get a brief spike, and that's maybe what they were thinking, because people go, oh wow, a new Batwoman, that's weird, taboo, unheard of, let's try to follow that along. And they might tune in for a second, but if you don't change the storyline and the way that you tell your stories already, and you're going to go in a completely different direction with nothing comic book related in this new Batwoman character, but still try to go and tap into Batman's rogues gallery, you have yourself a walking, talking dumpster fire. And right now, it's it's rough. I don't. I'm not going to say it's, it's not. A, it's not. It's not a good show. No, it's not a good show. It's not even a decent show. But I, I wouldn't say it's it's trash. It's just. 
a bad show, but it can get better. But with these decisions, I, I wouldn't even do this if I was an established show. If Arrow decided that, you know, season five, we're going to drop Arrow and we're going to follow, I don't know, what's his face? Um, Speedy or, or just some other random character. You know what I mean? Like, I, that would be big for me. Arrow was a lot more established and had a lot more loyal fans by season five or after season one than Batwoman had even by the midway of the first season. So I just think it's a bold choice by a team and and a, a show that doesn't quite have that equity to make those decisions yet. You know, like, it, you haven't earned it yet. You haven't gotten to that point where you go, you know, we're going to go something bold and our fans are going to follow us regardless. Like, no, stick to the script. Try to focus on making sure you can fine-tune that and make it something that you can... No I, I can actors. be proud of sharing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> make it something I can be proud of saying, hey, guys, I, I, I talk to people about Batwoman like I'm selling drugs. Like, hey, yeah. Uh, yeah, I heard this new show on the street. That one, yeah, yeah, you know, you know that one. Mm-hmm. It's not horrible. It's not horrible. Like that's how I'll be talking about it. I want to be proud. I don't know. I, I think you're proud. getting outvoted in the in the comments there. <laughs> I Barbara, knew it was gonna happen. All I'm seeing, all I'm seeing in the chat is trash, <laughs> trash, 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 trash. <laughs> I'm gonna tune back in. But I don't want my feed from. I'm gonna check the Patrick comments. went even far as as far to include a trash emoji. Thanks, Thank Patrick. You. Thanks, Tim. Listen, Michael. I understand what you guys are saying. I, I, I'm not gonna. <laughs> the track record speaks for itself right now. It is trash. I was just hopeful that they could change that. But now I'm losing hope, not only on Batwoman, and I've been, you guys can testify that I've been one of the last to the death fans of this. One of the last. Testify. Exactly. Testify. Not only am I losing hope in testify, that, but I'm really my brother. Testify, my brother. You know, you gotta have it. Preach. Anyway, um,. No, I'm just losing hope in that and losing hope in the CW-DC partnership as a whole. Outside of Stargirl, which I consider more of a DC Universe property than than anything CW. It's just a lot of, I don't know, I don't want to tread on toes and make it seem like it's wrong to, you know, every show is about propaganda at some point. Every show is trying to spread a message at some point. And I don't want the CW's message to be looked at in a negative light, but your, 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 your social justice um, messaging your programming, it cannot be the program. It has to be a part of it. You know, I didn't come to Do watch. Do you feel like the problem is is that she's a character that's that's pretty codependent on Batman existing, and they're trying to have her exist in a world where Batman is no longer Batman? I kind of feel that way, but I I look at it not like I would look at a comic with like a limited series that's just focused on Batwoman, you know, or if it was a Nightwing thing. Like a lot of them are are, are, are you know like branches off of the larger superhero tree it just is what it is i understand that i think if you did more hands-off version of batman or you referenced him you don't have to do like birds of prey did in the early 2000s where batman uh left gotham oh i guess they're doing the same thing now where he just mysteriously left gotham for reasons unknown to any that will probably never be resolved like it's how you dispatch him they could have had him on another mission and this had been set in a very like truncated set of time you know, in a couple weeks where Batwoman is on her own in Gotham, Bruce Wayne's out of commission, and she has to fight this one villain. And you stretch it out, you know, in a very compact amount of time like Marvel did with The Punisher and Daredevil and The Defenders, where everything was really in a stretch of, like, weeks and months, if you looked at the timeline to see where everything happened. You don't and have to make this make backstory that Batman was all fucked up when he went to go try to find Damien. And on his quest to find Damien, he got all fucked, like in the comics. There you go. You they exactly get all fucked up. Yeah, but they want to take, and that's what CW does. They want to take these comic heroes and then completely abandon most of the backstory, fill that in with 
different messages and, and, and social justice-like pieces and then cobble that together to some semblance of a story by saying, oh, we threw in Deathstroke and oh, we threw in Hush and oh, check this out. Like, Which Hush looks can't. shitty, by the way. He, 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 I love Corbin's freeze. He does. And I didn't like Deathstroke either. But the point being for Arrow. It, what, why would what, what they do wrong? I, I, didn't see, I didn't see Hush. His bandages and like his face looks all it just, it just looks cartoonish. Look right. Yeah. It kind of looks cartoonish. But my thing is you can't like base it off the story. If there was something where they were gonna tap into this rich background, you're educating new fans, you're 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 keeping the love from those who follow these stories and give us some reason to watch, then it's something. I I, I just don't think that they have the equity for it. Yeah, show it, please. No name actors, follow the comic crazy idea. Exactly. Here's what you see eventually. <laughs> there you, go, Kyle. you it. Ooh. Yeah, it's more yeah, like, like a, how it's that, more like a mask that he puts over his head than bandages. When they, it kind of looks like strips of bath towels, if you ask me. When they could have taken a, I mean, they have they have a character that wears bandages over his face in Doom Patrol. They could have went that route to make that it look a little realistic. bit better too. Exactly. Yeah. But my thing is this: I didn't even like the character to begin with, and Hush to to me was a controversial. No, it wasn't. It was a stupid choice because. The very existence of Hush, it's like using the Joker, it is paramount. It is central to the Batman mythos, whether it's a mirror image or arch nemesis or whatever. Those two are like two sides of the, of the same coin or like they're tied with each other. I do not see the relation between Hush and Batwoman. And the Batwoman TV show did not help me to see the relation between those two characters. It's like you're going to have, I can see the Joker if you're going to spin a story. The Joker comes into town looking for Batman and finds Batwoman. That's fine. Hush should have been another... Um, what they should have done with Hush is built everything around it. So when they finally did the Hush, it should have been like a crossover series because you know Hush involved everybody. Yeah. One of those events where everybody was involved one way or another, and that's how they should have played that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why. I mean, you can't lobby the a right for these companies, Kyle. Well, just the CW, really. At least push them in the right direction. Just a nudge. Just an, I would just literally push them toward a stack of comics and be like, hey, read these. Just then, nonchalantly slide them across the table. Read some more. Exactly. Just, Caroline just drives. Paperback. Just read a couple. And then read a couple more. And if you are reading them, use what you're reading. It's not a horrible idea to do that. Grizzle Geek just says paper mache mask. I agree. 100%. I totally agree. It's like you took your son's paper mache globe, you hollowed it out, and you put it on your head. And then the kids started crying. You went, hush. And there you go. There's your character intro. I just did it for you. But Tim, Tim was right. The, the CW shows have shit to bed. I I watched Flash and Arrow and all those shows religiously week after week after week. And I haven't watched any of them since the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. After I that event was over, that. I haven't watched it. You just watched it just go... Like, it was awesome. Like, I couldn't wait to watch Arrow. I couldn't wait to watch Flash. We did so many podcasts about breaking down flash talking about arrow and then all of a sudden it just like it it plateaued and it went it flattened and then it just like yeah it just it and you were just like the interest somehow just left you were just like i don't know if it became like rinse and repeat rinse and repeat rinse and repeat like but they were on fire i don't know if they got new writers i don't know if they had they like if if CW was like okay, you can only do A plus B and equal C. That's all you can do. Oh well, they said they gave them a list of sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Kyle. They said they gave them a list of characters that they couldn't could not use. So uh, I guess that's kind of how they start that. But even then, 
you just named a brilliant idea on just how to explain the absence of Bruce Wayne, what we both did, and continue on with the story. So it's not like you said, you have a, a cast of characters you can use, and that'd be something we should try. Like you say, hey, we get five characters, you got five minutes to write a story about these characters. Boom. Well, I think, I think Gotham is a good representation of why some of those characters shouldn't be used because in the wrong hands, they don't, it doesn't work out well. Oh, like the last season where it was basically a villain showcase, even well, when it didn't make not it. Not just that, but you had like that two different versions of the Joker. Awesome. And, yeah. You, you liked see the last season of Gotham? I didn't say I like the last season of Gotham. I said oh, I like okay. the rise of the villain season of Gotham. Oh, you're Mike. I didn't get that part. Okay. Yeah. They did, remember they did rise of the villains and then they did rise of the heroes. Then it just became all about the villains. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But when they were doing it and it was – when Gotham started, it was fucking cool. It was off and there was so many holes. It was like Swiss cheese. But if you looked actually past all that – it actually was a bad show and then it just it was the same thing it just you could tell they were just like how do we keep this going how do we keep this going and it just it just didn't work i agree i, I think it, it almost didn't work the way do you guys remember the gotham central in the comics do you I remember the gotham central comic book series no. no basically it was focusing on like detective montoya and the other um detectives and police officers of the GCPD in a world with Gotham and Batman and all these other villains and how are they doing? So it was a lot more focused, more like a crime kind of based book. There was a few good issues. It started off pretty strong. I think Ed Brubaker did some work on it. But the point being, I feel like Gotham fell in the same trap where you're setting a world without Batman. But if you don't do it right or the characters are not interesting or compelling enough to keep your in- your interest, then it sucks because then it's like a Batman-adjacent story without the main cast. Like me making... I don't know, beef stroganoff, but where's the beef? Like, like you're missing the main component that makes it work. And with Gotham, I feel like it started off good, and it, like you said, wrapped through the rise of the villains, and then the heroes were, it just, it just hung around too long. Yeah. I thought, okay, I don't believe that you can have it without Batman. And then, you know, you had teenage Bruce running around with the, with the, with the long overcoat that, it just became Smallville-esque, and it was just like, blah, you know? Because it kind of started out as the, the rise of Jim Gordon. Yeah. And yeah. then it kind of like they kind it kind of got rocky, and then it just I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Tim's just said the seat of my gaslight. I would be. Oh, guys, I just watched that again. By the way, last night just before I went Trash. to bed, the Gotham by Gaslight animated uh, movie. Uh, such a sleep on movie. If they took that, you're right, Tim. That's a great idea. If you took that, make that your next crossover. Just send the heroes back in time. Arrow, well, Arrow's dead um, or gone. Um, no, they just make it a one-shot crossover. Boom! You're right, and they go back to Jack the Ripper. And then all of a sudden he comes, that's a brilliant idea. CW by Gaslight. Done. Done. Thank you. Whoa! Let's go. Not, not that hard, CW. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not at all. Just pulling him on my ass here. Come on. Cor- Corbin, <laughs> look, I, under- I appreciate you standing up for your your beliefs in Gotham by Gaslight, but there's some times where you go too far. And I think this is one of those times because nobody wants to watch CW by Gaslight. All right. Are you serious? And the Gotham by Gaslight, Gotham by Gaslight DC movie is absolute garbage. What? Let's not. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Watch. That is not true. No, it's terrible. That is not true. Are you kidding me? I'd rather read the comic versus watch the the animated series. Come on. DC has fallen off so hard on their animated movies lately. Come on. That was one of their... That was not even two years ago. No, dude. It's it's terrible. 
It's right up there with Batman Harley Quinn. That no, no, that was yeah, terrible. It, no, it's that right up there surprised. with both of those. Come on, like now. I said, had a surprise twist. It built in some characters. You had Catwoman in there, Poison Ivy. It took you had Robin, J- Jason Todd, Dick Grayson. It took characters that exist in modern Batman mythos and remade them in believable ways All in right. a different time period that you well, can get behind and be in the world of. Are you not? speaking of of Batman <laughs> and trash? Moving on here. Wow. Suicide Squad director uh, David Ayers uh, says that his Joker was in fact comic book accurate. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? The, the, this whole bring back the Snyder Cut, hashtag Snyder Cut, hashtag no, release the Snyder, Snyder Cut. cut. No, it, it goes no. hand in hand because then no. you have people saying, release the Ayers Cut of Suicide Squad. Release I the Ayers release. Cut. Release it's Ayers Cut. And then he I was, wouldn't mind seeing the original movie Suicide Squad before they mashed the other half of that shitty movie into it. But the, it started out. You got to admit, Suicide Squad started out promising. Yes, the first half of the movie was enjoyable, but then, and then what happened, Matt? The Ayers cut got taken out, no, and we got just... trash. And now we're gonna take one good so, piece of the pie and the other good piece of the pie. We're gonna put together for a magical pie delight. Okay. I don't know what Joker comic book he was reading. I I don't know either. The same the same well, here, one. Here, here's, here's a breakdown. I'll share a breakdown of how he says his comic accurate. So there's different pages from different comics versions of the Joker that they're taking and breaking it down to where he's saying it, it's comic book accurate. Oh, by the pictures then? But not by the before. Okay, I can see faces, but not character itself. I agree. I can, make, I can smile the same as Matt. There's no... Yeah. <laughs> and then put it together and be like, hey, we're the same people. <laughs> and none of the, Okay, so you took, yeah, you took pictures and you compared them against classic comic book images. That's fine. But the, and no version, nowhere does he have damage written across his head. No, that's probably a lamer this, like response and explanation no. for his actions than Jake Paul's. You know, well, yeah, <laughs> I agree. Probably it's probably it probably is hundred percent. You were, I agree with you, Corbin. It probably Thank is. <laughs> that's pretty lame. Here, here's another one. Let me share this one with you too. Comic accurate. Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns, the the suit Joker versus Jared Leto's version. Grant Morrison's Batman R.I.P. <laughs> the the skinny Joker, you know, fit Joker versus Jared Leto, where he's about to shock Harley Quinn. Alex's Ross Batman Harley Quinn, Joker in the tuxedo. Wow, yeah. Greg is- Capullo's Batman Endgame, where he's got the undercut and half of his face is burnt off. So, so what he did straws. Yeah, yeah, what he did is he took these pictures and he goes, All right, Jared, you're gonna put this one on for this scene. Check. Okay, well, I like this one. Jared, you're gonna take off your shirt for this one. Real okay, check. All right, Jared, we need you in a tux this time. Okay, check. And one more, boom. Okay, Ooh, that don't you look just like the comics? Man, I yeah. did this just like the comics. And there we go. That's that's what he did. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I, mean, I, I get what he's coming from. They made it look like I get it, but you, you, you're trying to get what he's saying. I, I, he's, you know what he's doing. He's like, technically, technically, I follow the comics. Mm-hmm. Technically, you followed a, a, you you followed a page. Just about, just you about. I mean? you, but no. Technically, no. all you did was recreate classic images from different books and put them in your movie and be like, oh, comic book accurate. 
I mean, Joker. That, if that's the case, CW's doing that with Batwoman. I mean, it's ridiculous that you could say that and think, I don't know. We got a big old happy birthday in the chat to Kyle from Cedric, Washington. Happy belated birthday, Kyle. Take a shot for him, Kyle. We should we should have Kyle take a shots. Every time somebody wishes him a happy birthday, he takes a shot. But yeah, that that I know what you fuckers will do. That comic book accurate thing is as bigger reach as Jake Paul saying that he's protesting injustices in Phoenix and Scottsdale. That's it's yeah, pretty no. damn like Yeah, no. Not I no. No, fuck that. It's not comic book accurate. I would like to it's see not like I will give a you character from a story arc. Right. I will give you that I would like to see an A-Earth cut just so that way you can definitively put to bed this whole Jared Leto bullshit of I did a great Joker and all my shit got cut. I would like to see it. <laughs> I want to see hey, it. But that's why we need the A-Earth cut. And after that, let's just stop with the cuts because after that, you can probably make a good movie and just continue with that and just stand on its own merit. Should have made like a the- good movie the first time. That's all I'm well, saying. Well, all I'm saying is sometimes studios can get in the way of that, as we've seen by DC and Warner Brothers countless times, hence the Snyder Cut and the Ayer Cut. Ayer's Cut. But what I'm trying to say is moving on in the future, you put your best movie out forward, and the studios take a step back, and you let that stand for what it is. Michael Stout says, uh, I can I can stick a red cape on a stack of dog shit, doesn't, but it ain't Superman. <laughs> Michael! <laughs> I love that! We got two. We got two more happy birthdays in the chat for Kyle. That's two more thank shots, Kyle. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're not. That is a Superman. But since it's dark, I guess I'll be still. My birthday. <laughs> you're not. You're not matting out for you're your. You're not going to be matting out. Oh, we want some of that, Kyle. Come on. The crowd. The fans are here for it, Kyle. They're here to see it. We don't have yeah. fans. We have friends. And <laughs> all I'm saying is, if you just take the so Spider-Man. I'm just so fucking tired of Sony and what they do with Spider-Man is just outrageous. You can't have the Vogue Gallery <laughs> just movies without Spider-Man. <laughs> miles in. That's different. Hold on. <laughs> you- Kyle does it better. God's rogue. You can't do it. <laughs> All right. So sticking with Batman, uh, news Thank is coming God. out that Warner Brothers is interested in pursuing after the success of Joker, a standalone Bane movie. Yay or nay for a standalone Bane movie? No. Without Batman, are we trying I, to refuse I want it. I want, I want to see skinny luchador Bane in his luchador career where he takes I don't want a movie. He, with just the rogues gallery of where he takes some kind of like wicked header after doing like a, a swanton off a top rope or some frog splash or um, 450 splash and he just breaks his back and then he uses the venom to, to heal himself and he just walks around with this luchador mask on now. Time to get to the goddamn meat and potatoes. That's right. <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> God, Tim says, come on, Kyle. We need early. I'm hammered, boys. But text. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not going to get the I'm wasted, boys. Late night. <laughs> I'm, fucking ha- the, I'm fucking hammered, boys. Oh, that was the classic <laughs> night. So that's a, that's a no on uh, on the vein, huh? That's a hell. No. I, think so. I don't want to see Batman's Rogue Gallery without Batman. <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's nothing. We. How could they even do that? 
Yeah, that's that's just not something that's going to happen in my book. No. I'm sorry. I mean, listen, I'm all for content, I guess, comic-related. I know we're all starving for it. Fine. Like, it's a thing. But, no. I'm, look, I'm, I'm okay with it the, in this time versus the, the Sony stuff. Look, you can't... Venom without Spider-Man doesn't work. We all mute, saw that. Mute. Mute. No. And mute you, yeah, yeah, mute, yeah. Mute. 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 Mute without you, Spider-Man. Mute. Mute. No, no, no. You're going to stop right now. Mute. Just listen. Matt, no. Mute. Matt, no. Mute. Matt, no. Mute. 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 Venom without Spider-Man. Oh, hell no. You're going to mute me. I didn't do anything wrong. Venom without Spider-Man. Okay, I'm not even, I, I've said this enough. I'm not going into that. But yes. there is enough. Take, no, 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 Matt, but here, I'm going to help you right now. Take the same excuse you're about to say about Venom without Spider-Man. Take out Venom, put in Bane. Take out Spider-Man, put in Batman. End of story, okay? No, I'm saying that there is enough there with, Where? with Joker and Bane to make interesting standalone stories. You, I think Craven could be an interesting standalone story, but with the, with Sony's choosing of jackpot, I'm done. I, no, I, I mean honestly, I'm gonna give you a shot, man, because I'm not sure how these standalone stories can. How? What? What's one compelling Bane storyline that you can think of right now that doesn't have Batman in any significant form or fashion? Any? What do you, What do you know about his backstory? Breaking out of jail, coming across the Venom. Batman, rest of it's Batman, and none of it beforehand. You don't, sounds you don't know what he was doing before he was in jail. Nor do I care. I want to see. In- I want to see a movie about his luchador career. That's stupid. It's already made. It's got Jack Black in it. No, it's not Nacho Libre. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be like more like the wrestler with Mickey Rourke. And then at the end, he just like, not want to see at the, the end he like breaks his back and then he shoots up with the venom and it ends with he's all massive heading into Gotham. That's how I think that's that a Bane real, movie. You'd be so pissed. <laughs> you need a goddamn Bane movie about him being a luchador wrestler. I would, I'm so on for that. No, you. I, I think Lucha. Only the Joker to me could stand as one without Batman, and even then, I'm Bane. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see it. I just I can't form. I don't and, and I don't understand how you think that Bane would work of all characters. I would take a Scarecrow over that, or or, or, or freaking a Riddler. I mean, or fuck Two Face Bane. Eh, I, Scarecrow's a badass it. character, right? Yeah. And you can do some real good stuff with those special effects now. Journey of a mind into a calculated man. I mean, there's so many. I mean, that's just my opinion, though. I'm a natural Libra. Oh, I need to run and get mine from you, Kyle. Oh my goodness! Every time I see them, so wrestle you. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! I'm all for that. Oh, uh, one, two, three. <laughs> that's it. You step into my room. The championship rises. <laughs> I'm all for Luchador Bane story. Give it to me. Give it to me. I want to make blood. I'm going to climb on the top rope. I will hit you with this chair. (laughs) Give me all the Lichor Bane you have. (laughs) No. No. Pass. Out. Lichor Bane. Pass. We shall pass on Luchador Bane. All right. So speaking of of characters, uh, J.K. Simmons uh, announced that he has signed on to appear in multiple Spider-Man sequels in the MCU. Great. So are you happy to see him back as J.J. Jameson? Or what? What's that? Are they just like 
retaining him. Like, if we do three more movies, then you are in it. Yeah, I think. Well, I think he signed a contract to do multiple more movies. So, I I don't know how from the Marvel uh, from the the Disney Sony deal. I thought we were only getting one more Spider Man movie, and then he was going to be a, a supporting role in futures. But it sounds like that's not going to be the case if they're signing him to multiple movies. We just need a rogues gallery movie. Unless he's going to appear in like Venom, Car- or Let There Be Carnage, and and some of these other standalone movies. Entirely possible. But I do like them taking the the whole uh, uh, cue from the Spider-Man Sony video game and making the Daily Bugle more of a podcast, where J. Jonah Jameson is more of an Alex um, Jones type character. I think that's interesting. It's an interesting twist. But you what? guys, I what? don't. What? Yeah, I don't no. think. I don't no. think this. What? That's what they did with him at the end of Spider-Man: Far From Home. No, it, it was more like a podcast. He's more like an, an Alec Jones, no. more like Infowars. No, no, he needs a cigar. You can still have no. the cigar. No, he was bald. A bold. fucking podcast? Yeah. No! A video podcast. It's the way of the world now, Kyle. The Bay Daily View podcast. That's right. Uh, so when he goes up to interview, it's like that. Like you ever seen uh, the other guys? Yes. TMZ online edition. It'll be. Yes. Oh. Oh fuck that! No, no, I can't even do it. What? Say it. You're you were processing it. No, not doing it. <laughs> no. Your brain, your brain was processing. We can see it moving. We can see the wheels are turning. Smoke coming out. Fuck that. It's a <laughs> podcast. Peter, yeah, I need see, Travis, for the podcast. Old Travis Rats. That that comment right there is brought to you by ComExposure.com. He says, uh, "I love JJ as a podcast." Well, that's great. I would Peter, love it. I need those pictures of Spider-Man for the podcast. That doesn't work. Sure it does. It doesn't no. work. No. It doesn't even sound like it would work. Man, if, if Marvel no. actually did that as a, as a publicity stunt and released a J, uh, Daily Bugle podcast, I'd subscribe to it. I'd subscribe Are to you it right now. Subscribe I would to too. If, not, if, I was, if it was like really in movie. Come on now. <laughs> Yes, if it was like a joke, like the Ron Burgundy. Honestly, they're having a Bane pay-per-view fight. I- I'd watch that. Sure, no Batman. And- Bane, and you're on the Bane podcast. I'd, I- I'd subscribe to that. I'll listen to the, the Bane podcast. Yeah, this is what we did. I'm going to interview this referee. And this week's segment of The Fear Rises, we're talking to Poison Ivy. And uh, tell us why Batman Forever was complete shit. The Daily Why Batman and Robin was trash too. Fuck out of here. You wouldn't listen to a Daily Bugle podcast? Hell no. Yes, I would, but not if it was in the movie. I would too. Not if if the movie was, if it was just like, he was some fucking crackpot who had a fucking podcast that he did live on YouTube. Bro, InfoWars, he's going to be like Alex Jones. Pass. That's a hard pass. Are you talking about the podcast as an independent content idea, like to tune into? Like Like in real in the real world, Corbin, you got to separate your comic world from your real world here for a minute. I'm saying like Ron Burgundy from Anchorman 
they do a joke podcast for him. If you could go to your app store right now and download the Daily Bugle podcast. That's not what you were saying before. No, no, Thank you. I'm no, what say, I said. No, what no, no, I said. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on, because no, you agree with no, I said if they had a real life Daily Bugle podcast, you were like, I'd, I'd listen to it. That's what I'm saying. In the movie, yeah, they're they doing it. But I'm saying I think it's a good idea. Of the content in the movies. And if it was a real life Stupid. thing in our world, I, if they did a I, JK or a JK I Simmons, agree with Kyle 100%. if they did a JK Simmons, J. Jonah Jameson podcast weekly that you could listen to right now on your phone, I would do it. Heartbeat. But not if it, there was no, he wasn't in charge of the newspaper, but he did a podcast. That's stupid. Why? Why would uh, it wouldn't be any different than doing like a, a new YouTube news show or or doing like online news? Like it's the same thing. Because it doesn't have the same. It's just like it's just the same way as Peter Alex Jones like, does Infowars. Like, Peter, I need those pictures now. And you, fuck you, you do a podcast. Fuck off. Well, our current Spider-Man is not a photographer, so not yet. Not yet. Just saying. Not yet. Alex Jones. Oh. Alex Jones. Infowars.com. I, you know, come for the jokes, stay for the podcast hypotheticals. Fuck the that. Frogs are gay. Characters. If I was the a frog first time and that's what was said, I'd stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> like Travis just <laughs> right? said, him having a podcast makes him a more unlikable character as he should be. I don't care. As I also, if this was the first time listening to this show and I said, fucking. We should the, have the a Daily Bugle podcast. Daily Bugle I, I would podcast. Pick it off, and it, it would have its first. It would really help Jay Jonah Jameson's character development. I think if you oh, wrote yeah. fake news stories, podcast. I think if we we did a Daily Bugle podcast and we did fake news stories like the Daily Daily Bugle, people would check it out. Well, yeah, but that's here in real life, not the exactly. Movies. Like Matt, you need to separate the real life from the movies, Matt. Yes. I am separating the real life from the movies. I, I don't it's think cool that's if he wasn't in charge of the newspaper. <laughs> he just did a podcast. Hey, <laughs> that's the, that's the times we live in a time. If it's set in the here and now, newspapers don't really ex- exist anymore. So no, they no, would they have to go. Exist. They would have to go to an online platform. Only no, no, some do still exist. Yes, but most people get there consume their news online. So therefore, they, it would be smarter for them to move podcast. to an online platform. Uh, I'm done with this conversation. We're just gonna do this as a podcast. Well, it makes, it makes sense. Hey, I'm telling here's you. the news. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to look at other news sources and do my podcast. Spidey, give me those pictures. Fuck you. Your podcast. I'm not gonna go take pictures for you. Fuck off. <laughs> You're fucking. You just wrote an entire episode right there, Kyle. Welcome to the Daily Bugle Podcast. Fuck off. It should be a podcast. I think it should. I'm just saying. Yeah, it would be different if they made it more like a CNN thing or like something. Have you like not this. watched InfoWars? Have you not watched Alex Jones? Well, like Grizzle Geek yeah, for the facts. He's a fucking moron. Nah. And you, yeah, he I is mean, a but, moron. But what you understand is that this would be so good for the character development of J. Jonah James. Yeah, it'd be like an why. online Daily Bugle podcast. Look how much how many people don't like Alex Jones. It's it would be the same thing. He's a conspiracy theory crackpot. He fits that Alex Jones type perfectly. So why not give him and make the Daily Bugle no, his show, no. his show like the Alex no. Jones? No. Okay. You want people in real life. To hate this fictitious character and have a no, whole podcast. No, see, you're 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 fucking missing my point. I the only I, part about I real life. 
I need pictures of Spider Man. The only part about real life I said Fuck you, you're to connect any of this was tell me that if there was a Daily Bugle podcast right now that you could download, you wouldn't listen to it. What would it be about? It could be anything. Fictitious comic book movie stories in the in the comics or whatever. I'm just saying that was the only point, and you're you're harping on that. I'm saying as far as the movie goes, I like the idea that J. Jonah Jameson is going to have Good a more Alex Jones Infowars type show versus a newspaper. It shows that it's with the time where it's an online media presence versus a newspaper. I'm going to go diplomatic here. I understand why you so feel There's the a difference I, between an online news media than him doing a podcast. Well, <laughs> I respect There's a difference. I respectfully disagree, but I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, Matt. if he was okay, doing, if, like I said, if you do a CNN or it was like a news, like if it was the Daily Bugle online, I could see that, but he's going to be, a, he's going to do a podcast. Sure, why not? We have taken the Daily Beagle all the way. No offense to podcasts because I'm on one, but like to only a podcast. I mean, come on, man. It's just like Alex Jones, an online news show. No, like it's Info not. Wars. Just like Alex Jones, like Infowars, bro. No, Infowars. J. Jonah Jameson wars. Jameson wanted to expose Spider Man. He didn't make up like well, he did, but. He didn't like have crazy conspiracy theories that he wrote himself. He delegated other people. Oh, sure he did. He, he, you don't think he, the headlines were conspiracy theories he made up himself? Mass menace strikes again. That's. <laughs> <laughs> that was his opinion. <laughs> just like, just like in the second movie, food poisoning sweeps city. There, there's somebody had some bad food. I'm a little nauseous. Yeah. So he just made shit up. I like Alex Jones. Like the water's making the freaking frogs Jones. gay. Here, it's like this. It'd be Hello, like Joe Rogan. We are live today at the Daily Beagle podcast. Hey, it's great. It's great. I see uh, three of you online for the news today. Thank you. Peter? Peter Parker? Where's my goddamn Spider-Man? Pictures. Hey man, it's it's a Fuck show at the you. times that people that people consume their news in different ways in different mediums, and I fully support Disney showing that in the Spider-Man movies. Give me a Daily Bugle podcast. I'll be a subscriber. Now there's no no reason we're having like this offshoot podcasting that they do. Yes, but not James would be the her. That's better Spider-Man in my podcast. Thank you. We have now we have four subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with you. I, I I have nothing more to say about this, but I I understand where you're coming from. I'll say that because it's a fucking genius idea. I didn't say oh, that. <laughs> you'll watch Gotham by Gaslight and you'll defend that to the death. But you just you just want to you just want to disagree dude, with me to disagree dude, with me. It's all right. No, that's all right. No, 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 no. Gotham by Gaslight is a legit. Good idea. No, it's not. What about a Victorian? You (laughs) want to you want to say that a Victorian Batman? Books of all time. A Victorian Batman is a good idea, but J. Jonah Jameson doing an online radio show is is stupid. That's not what you said, though. Doing an online news podcast is stupid. He doesn't even know what he's saying. It's changing from minute to minute. Gotham, I guess that's a classic. If you don't understand that, Matt, I don't Uh, tell you. Sorry, you don't understand it. It's all right. What's wrong with you? It's all right. What's wrong with you? 
It's it's you un, like, you, you know deep down. Podcast, it's, like, but you, it's I don't know. If they had I a mean, daily I, meeting, I, I would rattle off all the achievements. It's like Howard Stern doing a podcast. It's not the same. It's I'm like it up. is. What's so? What's the difference between a, a doing a radio show that you're listening to in the car? Versus a podcast that you download and listen number to. Number eleven on the, the top twenty-five greatest Batman graphic novels. As taught and well conceived a graphic novel, you can find. It's rated number of what? Eleven? It's not even the top 11. ten. It's oh top what? It's not even the top ten. No, now we're going top twenty-five. Now we're changing our story on where we rank with no, that, right? I said fuck out of here. Fuck out of no. here. <laughs> fuck out of here. No, no, I'm not going anywhere. That's a good book. The fact that you don't even consider it in your... We did a whole ranking on this. You didn't have it in your top 20. No, I don't. You're don't crazy, right. man. You're crazy. You're just biased. All right, I'm not having this Batman... You started it! ...my gaslight argument. You, I'm you talking, started it because we were talking on your lame-ass idea. No, okay? you, it's not a lame-ass idea. I'm it's you. pretty damn lame, bro. People consume their news differently, and if you have a news podcast, it's the same as a radio show. If you listen to Holmberg locally, back through his podcast, it's the same show. It's no different than what was on the radio, right? I'm yes, they, 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 they take out all the songs and they take okay, out. So you take out the song. But Stern, if you listen, if you listen into Stern, so they're taking out all the shit like the 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 uh, songs and they're keeping all the good content that you want to hear from Stern, right? So it would be the same thing. Wouldn't you agree? It would be the same thing. Stern does not play songs. Okay, so Stern doing his radio show versus the podcast. Is there any difference? This has got a different topic. I'm done. I'm sorry. What? Money, money. Okay. So By I'm the way, my guess it's critical response to positive too. Can we keep it moving? No, you can defend that <laughs> in the end. You are live on the Daily Bugle podcast. You know, if they took this live show and made it into like a segment of podcast, we'd probably cut out this J. Jonah Jameson segment. No, we wouldn't. Delete the good parts. Delete the good parts in. Nope, it would still be there. <laughs> okay. We'd cut out the Batwoman talk and the stupid. Uh, Gotham by Gaslight. I watched that movie again. I agree with I agree with Tim. You should have poured salt in your fucking eyes. It would have been a lot better. Oh, I'd watched it. I would. I'd subscribe. I'd be in the. I'd subscribe. Did you podcast. I'd listen daily. You don't know good movies, but you watch a crappy little podcast. Oh my god, I don't know good movies. Okay. Okay. The DC anime movies have been trash. Why don't you go on? Why don't you go on another podcast and mansplain some movies to me? All right, I don't need you to mansplain anything to me. All right, words. Oh snap! If I if I wanted someone to mansplain movies to me, I'd I'd go somewhere else. I I would keep on geeking on. (laughs) Wow. You were, when Matt gets upset, he's just firing at everybody. I know. I'm mad, so I'm going to take it out on the Daily Bugle <laughs> podcast. Hey, look. I like the Daily Bugle podcast. I would totally do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm there crying. he is beating that dead horse. <laughs> That's for Tim, who said they're beating a dead horse. We are. I, I, I tried to say it's going to the next topic like four different times. Stupid idea. I was so busy hey, lashing out hey. at everybody. I, you you even said you would listen to a, a, a Daily Bugle podcast. So how's it a stupid you idea? Drop the act and just let's move on, Matt. Okay. Let's Wait, move hold on. on, Corbin. We're in what I call the Matt Loop. 
God. And we're go. not at a mat loop. I'm just we are stuck my point. in the mat loop. We're, we're no. gonna go next to Sony and why they need to stop building movies. Around the mat the loop. Nope. <laughs> we're stuck in the mat loop, everybody. Please give us five more minutes until nope. we got to. So, uh, Dark Phoenix director uh, Simon oh, Kingberg said he would like he would be excited to direct an X Men <laughs> movie in the MCU. Do you think the guy that directed uh, <laughs> you don't think the guy that directed Dark Phoenix should get another crack at it? Only if he did a podcast about it. <laughs> and this is how we get stuck in the mat loop. There he is beating that dead horse. <laughs> I mean, listen, it was recent. Maybe he'll learn from his mistakes. That being said, Dark Phoenix is a pretty crappy movie. I think he should take a chill pill, sit a couple movies out. Maybe we'll try again. I believe in redemption, but not so soon. When he needs to go, he needs to go off and do a documentary about podcasts. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm glad we're not letting him off the hook on that one though. But yeah. Get him off the hook. I'll do a podcast I, I about the he hook. He was kind of dealt a bad hand where it was like, oh, you need to finish this and also there's no hope of it coming back. And it happens to be the biggest story, you know. In what, what bad hand? The movie was done and, and filmed and edited and in the can and then shelved before the deal even went through. No, 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 no. I'm not saying about, but at that point, they already knew that they weren't building anything further. It was nothing else from the lead off on. I'm not saying that it was a, in concept, the movie was bad. I'm not saying it's like a Snyder Cut or Ayers Cut where something needed to be done. He did everything he wanted to do. It just didn't work. But I'm saying in terms of, oh, you need to wrap up this grand finale to everything that we've been building over this last 19 years. Oh, and by the way, fuck, this fuck you, X Jock. God damn it. Reflect <laughs> on his mistakes, maybe on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> fuck all of you. Oh, I love it. Awesome. I love it. I got to check it out. Wait, 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 wait. Fuck all of you. Times. Oh, you missed the classic Matt Loop, my friend. You were oh, yeah. We were oh, stuck yeah. in Matt Loop. So if you were not Matt stuck Ryan. in a Matt Loop, <laughs> we were stuck in a mat loop. That's exactly what we were stuck in. It was glorious too. Well, gloriously painful, but because as, as a Joe Rogan fan, I have a feeling Brian would have a different uh, opinion than you two about. <laughs> okay, so oh, we were talking about we we're talking about how J, um, J, uh, J.K. Simmons has signed multiple deals to be in Spider-Man movies. And that I said it, it's cool to see that they're going off of taking the idea from the Spider-Man game and where J. Jonah Jameson has a podcast, the Daily Bugle podcast is a, a podcast type show like InfoWars or Joe Rogan would be. It's a it's a cool and different idea to run with and it works good for this character in this MCU. And they're telling me it's a stupid idea. I think it's a good idea because that's there's radios dying and newspapers dying. People yeah. are consuming their news in different ways. And, yes. Kyle, and Kyle says it was stupid for him to have a podcast. <laughs> I mean, I kind of... No, no, no. Yeah. I respect the idea, as I've said before. Dude, they have an online presence, an online show. But the... I <laughs> was a podcast. Here, where's those damn Spider-Man pictures? Fuck you, Jameson. You're on a podcast. I'm not doing... Where's my money? Podcast is a really we're doing a video podcast right now. Podcast is such a, jo- a broad term. The operative, the operative word though. You pay me for those pictures? I'm doing a goddamn podcast. You think we make money here? Why <laughs> no fucking pictures then? Look. JJJ, fuck you. I'm out of here. I'm fucking Spider Man. I, I just can't. I just can't. Wax Jock likes my ideas, even though he's taking shots at me. Meta Spider-Man. 
I'd like to thank that we have now have five subscribers to listen to me to bitch about Spider-Man. Hell yeah. On my podcast. I'm just joking. I love podcasts. Podcasts are awesome. But to but to go from this thing, it's like, okay, news media and the and the newspapers is huge. To take it like like if it was like a CNN type thing, like I was saying, it would be different. You know what I mean? Like if it was, I get newspaper is dying, but to have it as a as a downloadable show that that like it would be different. It would actually be like the, it would be the, it would be its own channel on cable, like CNN or MSNBC. Yeah, like Infowars with Alex Jones. He does his show live from his his studio but from a website because he's been kicked off of youtube and everywhere else because he's a crackpot that's what j jonah jameson is thank you spider-man couldn't read <laughs> spider-man couldn't read you asshole <laughs> yes wax jock he will do ads for me undies and manscape as well as raid shadow really? legends and every other i'm gonna get back to you about spider-man but first i have to say everybody you need to go visit uh, God damn, adamandeve.com yeah. where we'll send you a free sex toy with your very first sign up. Just type in J. Jama Jameson in the mm-hmm. upper right hand corner and you too can get sex toys. Now that's Spider-Man. He's mm-hmm. a menace to society. And now hit your blue chew <laughs> along with Brooklyn betting. Have you guys ever seen the Family Guy where they make fun of that? Where, where Lois is in uh, prison and he's she calls him and he's interviewing her like they're on a podcast. And every time she says something, he does a new ad. <laughs> I think I have seen that one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's a, it. Just like there's nothing wrong with podcasts. Podcasts are awesome. It's it's great. But to take something as huge as fresh commercials, yep, is JJJ and take them all the way down to such a median that like podcasting is unless you're part of the elite, it's hard to have. Uh, you know, unless you're like Joe Rogan, and in the real world, JJJ wouldn't be like Joe Rogan because he's not famous. He would just be a dude that does a podcast, and it's bigger than that. It's I don't know. This, uh, this rant is brought to you by Stinson Peanut Butter Whiskey. <laughs> I should go get some of that. Yeah, just you gotta just do ads, man. Hello Fresh. Bleeding cool. ads right now. We ain't making Blue Apron. Blue Apron, yep. Den of Geek gave it a three out of five. Rotten Tomatoes, 73%. On what? What are you reading about now? Oh, I'm still, I'm still talking about Gotham. You're, you're still going on about Gotham, I guess. We're still talking about this fucking podcast idea, so I thought we might as well go in the same loop. That's because we were explaining to Brian, who so elegantly joined no, us, no, no, right? You were just trying to get someone to join yourself. <laughs> Let's go. You know it. You just want to be beat on by everyone else. You took somebody out to help you out. No. Oh, he, wait, wait, Brian's here. He'll love my idea. Right, oh, Brian. I clued oh, him Brian. in. Oh, Brian. That's I clued all. him in. It's okay. Yeah, I did it. Nobody wants to be alone while everyone picks on you. No, that's all right. Because I had a good idea. <laughs> it's a no, good idea. No, it's all right. At the end of the day, we're split 50 50, and you got one guy in the chat, and that's great. Well, shout out to so, uh, I, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, Fantastic Worlds Comics. I, uh, I'm the last absolute geek 
uh, guy to show up in there. And so a uh, big shout out to Isvan. I believe that's uh, if I'm saying your name wrong. Yeah. Yep. Very, very cool cat. Uh, uh, Toronto native that uh, I had a lot of fun talking hockey with. He's a Leaf fan. And uh, we got to talk a little bit about Austin Matthews, which is fun. Um, and uh, w- wonderful store. It was nice to walk into a store and see a lot of back issues um, and, and to see all those boxes there. And uh, it was uh, it was a fun little uh, little outing. It's definitely um, oh, far away from me, but whenever I'm in the area, I'll do my best to stop in. So make sure you guys, if you're in the Phoenix area, go check out uh, Fantastic World Comics. Boom! That's a, that's a nice segue. That's a very nice ad. Brian, Speaking we've been waiting ads. for that segue yeah. in the last thirty minutes. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for that. Um, Daredevil. The rights for Daredevil will go back to Marvel. Uh, in less than six months, just enough time for them to sneak him into to the next Spider-Man movie. Do you do you think they recast? Because uh, Charlie Cox says he's not been contacted about it. He knows nothing about it. He's not going to be in the Spider-Man movie. But do you think they recast the role, or do you think he's lying to us? Yeah, I bet. You're you're muted, Brian. Hopefully they don't recast um, because he was fucking great. Daredevil. Oh, Charlie Cox? Yeah, if they're going to recast, since they get the rights back in six months, if they recast that role and put him in Spider-Man or... They'd be stupid. To recast him? Yeah, they'd be stupid to recast him. He's a great character. Everybody loves him. I thought he killed it as Daredevil. Yeah, he was the best part. He was definitely the best casted person. Um, Luke Cage was good casting too. They should keep him as Luke Cage, and I'm I like Jessica Jones, um, casting. Uh, but yeah, for for Charlie Cox, by far, they need to figure something out. Yeah, they really do. That's kind of like the same thing when everybody was going crazy about um, uh, the Flash casting. Everybody wanted uh, Grant Gustin or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Name. And that that that's another similar thing. Like that, that guy's a great Flash, and I know everybody's pissed about that. So hopefully they don't pull that type of bullshit where they don't even listen to uh, to people. How do you guys feel about Michael John White saying that he wants to play a Green Lantern in the future DC Green Lantern movies? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that. You don't want to see Michael John White as a. Uh... You don't, nah. see black, you don't want to see Black Dynamite as a, a oh, Green Lantern? No. Not a fan of, of Michael Jai White as a Green Lantern. Ah, the original Spawn, man. Oh. Ass. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Haters. And poor Michael Jai White. Yep. I'd like to see Michael Jai White as Jonathan Stewart. There's better actors that can do it. Yeah, way better actors. Yeah, like Martin Short. Martin Short. <laughs> Martin, Martin Short. Short is a Green Lantern. Martin. Martin. No, oh no, that's Martin Lawrence. Oh shit! Never mind. <laughs> Martin Short. Martin Short is like a, he's a comedian. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. yeah. yeah. I love Dead Grimly growing up, man. Martin Short. And then he starts singing the Martin theme song. 
and bringing it around town. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh my god. Oh fuck. Probably bringing it around town, singing the Martin theme song. You're not even talking Mark about Short, the right Martin. Martin Short. Martin Short. Oh my god. That's so good. I drank too much whiskey already. So good. <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh. That's it. See you guys later. Have a good <laughs> so they're talking. Um, they're already talking about a second season of Falcon Winter Soldier. The first season hasn't even aired yet um, or isn't even done filming yet. But they're saying the second season will go by a different name, most likely um, Bucky and Cap or Captain Bucky. So the first Captain season Bucky. sucks and they've already changed it. No, because I think it, the no, first season what it is. I think the first season is going to focus more on him becoming Captain America Cap. and then the the second season will be him going as Cap forward. So it's kind of introducing the, the audience that's not the big karmic right readers to... Uh, to the Falcon Captain America. <laughs> Martin Short is Green Lantern and Chevy Chase is Sinestro. Ugh, Corbin missed that one. You did miss that one. Sorry. Duty called. Yeah. I got my Martins the mixed actual up. Duty. You did get your Martins mixed up. I don't know how you get Martins and Short hey, mixed what? up. Oh, oh. See... I, I, I couldn't have been there to witness that. Okay. okay cool. <laughs> I just like how confident you were that you even brought it around town only to be completely wrong about what Martin you were talking about. At my job, somebody got Alicia Keys and Mariah Carey mixed up, so it's... it's <laughs> yeah, I just looked at that So good. No. No. I was like, they don't even look this, and then I went, no. People get Lawrence Fishburne and, and, and Denzel. I'm not even going to do it. Like, it's whatever. Everybody gets one. Right, Spider-Man? Right, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Peter? Oh, man. Uh, our old buddy Joe Exotic is in the news again, as this week, not only has he lost a court ruling and lost his park to that bitch Carol Baskin, he is, <laughs> it's now come out that she has forged her husband's will. So... Yeah, the Brian's. Did you kind of bring that out though? When they, they're doing, the I movie. did not know they oh, proved it. Yeah, the the they have came out in uh, the. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> you and me both, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and I do a podcast. A podcast. The sheriff in Florida said that they had the handwriting sample and analyzed by several different handwriting ex experts, and they don't match his handwriting. And they said it is a forgery. So they're going to reopen the case and they just have to see what the statute of limitation is. I don't know if there is a statute of limitation on murder, but they're going to open it back up and uh, she is going to be looked at for the murder of her husband. You're on mute again, Brian. <laughs> Brian's on Everybody mute again. She, did it. she deserves to be, man. She deserves yeah. to be fucking... In jail, that yeah, bitch, bitch Carol Basket, and uh, Jeff Lowe. As, as far as the uh, the part goes, Jeff Lowe said that he kind of saw this coming, and that he's gonna he doesn't really care. He's not gonna fight it. So yeah, because he she, already built that other big park. Yeah, she doesn't get the animals; she just gets the park. So he's she pretty much. <laughs> so he's gonna get a, a bunch of a bunch of land and empty cages. 
Yes, Erica, her. she fucked him in his time. <laughs> she fucking fed him to the tigers. Yes, she did. Sardine yes, she oil did. on the shoes. Exactly. <laughs> yep. I saw a tiger. How she gets arrested. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Goes to prison, man. Yeah, it's deserved. It's deserved. And apparently the uh the guys I don't even do it to show. The next topic is that bitch girl Raskin apparently, killed her Apparently the guys that wrote all of his, his country music songs are working on a uh, Tiger King album. They're going to release oh, new, yeah. new songs for, yeah. for the Tiger King album. Yeah, because he wasn't really singing. No. No. That's the, my favorite part. Is that, like, is that he wasn't even really singing. Yeah. No, it's just so full of himself. He made his own videos of him. It's, it's awesome, dude. Everything about it is awesome. But uh, you want to go ahead and run down the, the hot 10, recap the hot 10, Brian? Yes, I can. One second. Gotta roll this blunt, bitch. Yeah, she, she fed his ass to the Tigers straight up. No no questions. Cow bastards. That bitch, Carol Baskin. Sardine oil on the shoes. In the top right corner, put in that bitch Carol Baskin for fifty percent off Adam and Eve. Because <laughs> they're a mess. <laughs> All right, let me find this shit. No. Put in twenty percent off for Adam and Eve. <laughs> Buy one dildo, get one free. All put right, the top right corner, bitch Carol Baskin. Oh, this segment of the Absolute Podcast is brought to you by MeUndies. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week is interesting because uh, Stein, Ben Stein, who usually writes the, the Hot 10 list, uh, decided he was going to take a vacation, a much-deserved vacation. Good so his him. family, yeah, good for him, yeah. Is there any relation to Ben Stein? Uh, nope, it's uh, 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 Ben Steiniger is his name, but we just uh, call him Stein. Okay. So, um but yeah, Ben Stein writes. Uh, Steiniger writes the uh, the hot ten list every week. He took this week off. He was going on vacation with his family. So the, a couple of the writers over at uh, CBSI picked it up, and so we don't have a golden age um, honorable mention this week. But uh, the first honorable mention this week is one of my favorite books on the list, and that's the Peach Momoko special um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number one hundred cover. That's the exclusive variant that she did. I think this is by far, I'm not a Peach Momoko fan, but this is by far her best work, in my opinion. I want a poster size of that. Isn't that gorgeous? That is, that's dope. Oh, cast about that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. So I, a lot of people were talking about um, that, that Yoda cover that everybody was seeing last week as being like the, the cover of the year, but this destroys that cover. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Sure. Um, honorable mention number two this week is Caliber Presents number one, the first appearance of Crow. Uh, this is interesting because a 9.8, a 9.6 set a record price at auction this week for 640 bucks. Uh, April set the price at 575, so it's gone up uh, that you know almost a hundred dollars since April. And prior to that, to April, everything um, was sub 500. So. 9.8 prices are going to be crazy. They should be, you know, $1,400 plus. But uh, it's it's interesting to see that um, people are, are wanting to buy this book again. So very cool book uh, being the first appearance there of the Crow. Crow rumors coming out? 
I don't know about any crow rumors coming out, but there always is. They're, they've been working on. Uh, I thought uh, they were working on a crow movie with Jason Momoa. I yeah, I, I think I, I, well, I think that guy. Too. Yeah, that guy can, but that's the last crow anything I've heard. Yeah. Well, if Matt didn't hear nothing, then there ain't shit. That's right, because I, I run a podcast. Number ten this week is it's brought uh, to you by Spar- MeUndies. <laughs> if you're chafing in places. And you got no room for spaces. Go to MeUndies.com and put in code AbsoluteGeekPodcast for 69% off your next pair of underwear. Uh, <laughs> Stars and Stripe number 10, number zero is the uh, first appearance, I guess, of uh, Stargirl, this version of Stargirl. And everything is going crazy on the TV. So DC Universe TV spec... Uh, uh, it's usually hit or miss, but reports on the show are people are loving it. And I saw a little clip over the week, this last week where it showed uh, the JSA stuff, and that kind of was pretty awesome to watch because I'm a big JSA fan. So Alan Scott, um, they talked about Alan Scott. They showed his power battery. Uh, they talked about the uh, Golden Age Flash. They talked about uh, Johnny Thunder. It was really cool. They talked about the Spectre. We're going to see some cool stuff out of that show, and it uh, sounds like they're doing it right. So this, par- this character is flying off shelves right now. Number nine is Heir to the Empire, number one, the first appearance of Thrawn. And everybody knows that uh, Thrawn is, we're going to see Thrawn uh, in the live-action stuff. So um, they're, they're pretty heavy on that being, I think, the next villain uh, in the movies. And uh, all of Thrawn stuff is going through the roof. There is a ninth. There is a newsstand uh, available for this issue that is almost impossible to find, and they're super hard to find in high grade because the cover is like a cardstock and can't be pressed. And the one that everybody's going gaga for right now, uh, other than the newsstand, is the action figure variant, which comes in a two pack, a special two pack that has Thrawn and I forget the other character, but. Be careful because if if you buy that that version thinking that you want to go press it because most of those comics are are pretty damaged be, because of being in the in the action figure case. So most people think, oh, I'll just press it. It's very hard to press the action figure variant because there's no staples in it and they use glue. And of course, once you start heating that up, it's your pages are going to start falling out. So uh, just remember to be careful when you. Uh, when you buy this book, uh, knowing that you can't, you can't press it. Um, but copies, like I said, copies are going uh, absolutely crazy. Uh, this was a 30 to $40 book a couple weeks ago, which was crazy. Then now it's $50 plus, And it's, it's going to keep just going higher and higher and higher. And uh, solo Wookiee. I was watching Jesse James the other night and he had a whole bunch of star Wars shit for sale from dark horse. So I messaged Solo Wookie and I was like, "Hey, you better jump on Jesse's and start picking out some of these Dark Horse issues." Fucking the baller that Solo Wookie is. He's like, he didn't say I want two. He said I want all of them. Yep. <laughs> he bought fucking a stack, dude. A fucking stack. Good for him. Yeah, no, it was awesome. He thought yep. he thought at first he was going to be battling me and you for the Star Wars books, and I was like, "Nah, man, I bought a couple like." A couple of like Kylo Ren covers that he had, but there's that that dark horse thing. He just solo. He was just like, I'll take them all. Nice. 
number eight is the Venom 25 yeah. Clayton Crane variant, uh, store variant. So there's a black and white, a red, and a color version. And this is an homage. You see him on CGC? No. Dude, he's, he's such an awesome dude. He is. Clayton Crane is one of the best. He's super, super uh, – um, you can walk up to him and talk to him, no problem. He's got a great autograph. He does that cool color scheme in the autographs. Yeah. And um, this is a great cover. People are, love Clayton Crane. Speaking and, of CGC, uh, real quick, Brian, don't you guys have something going on on CBSI tomorrow night with uh, CGC? We do. Um, tomorrow night on the Flipside channel, we're going to be interviewing the primary or head grader of CGC. Wow. Um, yeah, so I would definitely, I definitely want to talk about that after this. Uh, maybe we can uh, come up with some questions because um, now's the time. So while we're doing this, if you guys, is what yeah, if you, he gets laid, yeah, so we know yeah. how to time the books. Yeah, um, if you guys have any questions you can think of, definitely put them in the chat, and uh, maybe we, maybe we'll ask them. But uh, we'll we'll get into that here in a second. Um, number seven is a distant soil, uh, issue six. This is a crazy book. And, um, the best way to explain this is to show you an article that was done on comicbookinvest.com by Topher, the one and only Topher the Great, uh, who, uh, definitely is the great. Make sure you guys go check out Topher's articles. Uh, he's the best, but, uh, the reason that book is selling for so much right now is because, um, of the pop. Uh, PandaCon rumors of uh, the cartoon for PandaCon. And if you guys don't remember PandaCon, I'm about to uh, blow you away. The first appearance of PandaCon uh, is actually a different book. It's uh, uh, A Distant Soil, uh, number five, from Warp Graphics, where they show a um, splash ad. And there's the splash ad you can see. And then his first solo story is in Warp Graphics Annual number one. And, of course, there's a lot of uh, miniature appearances in between there. But if for all you Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fans out there, you'll remember Panda Khan from this character. Wow. And what a great character this was when, uh, when these toys were super hard and heavy because this was like uh, Usagi Yojimbo's uh, road dog, you know. I was a big Usagi Yojimbo guy when these Turtles figures were out. And I remember seeing this character and thinking, oh, there's uh, Usagi Yojimbo's partner in crime. So this was a, I, I love, my brother loved this character growing up. I love this character growing up. So they we're going to be seeing a cartoon, a new cartoon coming out. I don't know what the rumors are, if it's going to be adult or what, but the uh, PandaCon stuff can, uh, is, is going to see a spike and all that. And a lot of people don't even know who that character is. So um, that's a Distant Soil issue six uh, um, is an image book. And it's probably like a first modern appearance of him. I would imagine that's causing this character to, to or this book to go up. So um, it was a dollar fifty book until Monday. Uh, once Monday hit and the news came out, it turned it into a fifty dollar book raw. Crazy. So wow. yeah, yeah. So it's a, a distant soil issue six from Image. Number six. This is, here's the book we've been talking about forever. We've talked about this book a lot on this show, uh, why this book wasn't uh, gaining as much traction as the other books. Well, for all you guys that slept on this book, um, good luck now. It's a $40 raw book. This was a $7 book all day. You could find them for cheaper than that. Um, this is the second printing variant. So it's not a second print. It's the second printing variant, and I believe it's actually like a fourth print. 
because it's got the fourth in the bar for the barcode and it says second printing Marvel second printing variant right above the barcode. So it's, it's kind of tricky, but uh, they call this the second print uh, white variant, whereas the other second printing is uh, w the one without the mask where he's standing or, or where he's showing his face. I can't remember. Yeah, it's where he's showing his face. Yeah. So, uh, but this book, yeah, $40 book right now. Um, if you have them. I would pass that book. Oh, yeah. A ton of people have. A ton of people have. So, no. Yep. Number five, another Peach Pomoko uh, store variant on the list. This is uh, Disaster Inc. from Aftershock Comics. Um, and uh, again, again, Peach Momoko causing this book to go crazy right now. A signed 9.8 copy sold for $500. Dang. So, yeah. Uh, limited run on this. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's not my favorite cover. Definitely not my favorite Peach Momoko cover. Um, but it's a hot book right now, so uh, that's why it's on the list. Number four, Dr. Afra, number one, the one in 25 variant. What's crazy about this book, this book's been on the list a couple of times so far, but what's crazy about this book is that it's a one in 25, and the one in 50 is selling for less than the one in 25 because people love this character so much, and it's such a great cover. It shows her, her Wookiee counterpart behind him. That character is going to be a big character. Um, uh, Wookiee Bounty Hunter. So uh, if you guys ever see this book in the wild and you can get it at a decent price under $70, uh, I would definitely think about purchasing it. Matter of fact, I would purchase it because I see this book continuing to rise. All right. Number three this week, uh, the Wolverine J JTC uh. negative variant. Yeah. Yuck. Um, again, I hate seeing this book on the list. It makes me even more angry and seeing it now because we all know what happened where ECC put a bunch of copies for sale on their website. Um, and the shitty thing about this is when this book was originally offered at ECCC uh, or East, yeah, Emerald Comic Con. Emerald City um, Comic Con, yep. Yeah, Emerald City Comic Con. Uh, it was a numbered book to 3,000 and it actually had the number out of 3,000 like in the bottom right corner. Well, supposedly all those sold out caused it to be like a thousand dollar book 9.8 but then one day a couple of months ago somebody noticed on, uh, on some online place they were selling for like 70 bucks and you could get them there well those ones had a different uh, 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 numbered version out of 1500 so are they reprinting these like what are they doing and if they are reprinting them that's fucking underhanded uh, people are gonna want like are people going to think that the out of 1500 one is worth more than the 3000 just because it's a different number? It's the same fucking cover put out by the same people at the same time. There's some weird shenanigans going on with this book. So just make sure uh, before you buy this book that you know about what's going on. Um, hopefully we'll see some more come out and, you know, some, some stuff figured out about what's going on with all the shenanigans. But I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. $160 book, uh, raw right now is what they're pass. going for. Yep, pass. Number two, uh, Star Wars number 42, the first appearance of Boba Fett. We all know this isn't the first comic appearance. This is the second or third comic appearance, but this is the one most people go for. Um, and it's a, it's, a, it's a tough book to find right now. There's uh, newsstand variants, as you see, like that one, and direct variants that have the Spider-Man head on it. 
but a 9.8 set an all-time high at auction this week for $826. The previous high uh, in 2015 was 720 and That's two like others Chad for 40 bucks. Yeah. Two others <laughs> You sold this book to Chad for 40 bucks? Yeah. And a, a decent copy? Yeah. There you go. Shout hooked out. To, yep, hooked him up. Hey, man, he was hooking me up, man. I hooked him up. Yep. Two other, uh, two other copy nine point eight sold at six hundred and forty five and seven hundred dollars this week. So people are uh, wanting this book and they're wanting it now. So if you have one and it's uh, nine point eight worthy, maybe think about getting it graded and throwing it up for a thousand dollars. And I bet you it sells. Jesus. Number one this week, Spawn the two twenty six sketch variant for the uh, homage cover. Now, this is crazy. Last week, um, we had reports that copies of this were selling for outrageous numbers. And uh, one, uh, a 9.8 sold for eight, almost $1,800. Um, and then another one sold for $1,500. Uh, one was a CGC and one was a CBCS. Yeah, obviously, you know which ones were based on the price. Um, but there is many many more black and white homage variants i think they went from like issue 220 up to like 240 they did uh homages for a ton of covers all mcfarland just gorgeous line work sketch drawings and all the black and white sketch drawings all of them not just 226 they're all going through the roof including the um inauguration or the presidential election one variants where they did a mitt romney one they think they did a mccain one i think they did a hillary one and i think they did an obama one and all those ones are selling for five four hundred dollars raw so um keep your eyes out and if you guys have one of these hold on to it because uh, they're going to continue going up for how small the print one was but uh so yeah that's uh the hot 10 this week nice that's all yeah yeah very cool Super exciting all right so go ahead and you want to talk about the cgc yes um, okay, so again, uh, um, on Saturdays, uh, there's a podcast called Weekend Update, um, where um, uh, Nico usually interviews um, somebody you know in in the in the comic community that you know is is making big moves out there and is doing cool stuff, interesting stuff. So we are going to have um, the head grader, primary grader on at CGC, uh, Matt Nelson, I believe is his name, um, and. Uh, yeah, questions. Has anybody thrown out any questions? Any good questions that we see out there? Um, you guys got any good ideas for questions? I would love to see just their their rundown of how they grade books and what their process is, because they've never really talked about it. The yeah, how they do that. Like he's the head grader, so that means he does. Is there specific books that he grades, or is he like quality control of the graders? Like, so he grades it and then compares it to another grader, and they see what's going on. That's a great question, and oh. I will I will definitely write that down. Um, like, what book does he do? Like they like look it? at the staples or not? Get that fucking put to bed. Yes. Okay. Without, without having to send a book in to get yeah. good, put that one to bed. Uh, yeah, mine was just like, what kind of book does he run into or see the most? I'm sure it's like several key issues that he's always constantly looking at. So which one gets up the most then you could conversely which one do you not see as much as he thinks he would have seen you know? Corbin wants to know what book comes across what any grades gives him a boner still 
Yeah. <laughs> what book do yeah. you grade the most that gives you a boner well, still? What book do you think you'd see more of that you don't read it to that much? You know, it's it's interesting. I don't even get. Yeah, hard. it's going to be, less than be another great question. Is all those all those things that we always say. I wonder if CGC takes off for this, like, yeah, color stripes for signs of the time, and you know, like you know how the, the printing press was with the you know the, the end of the run. It has the holes in the bottom of the book. They take off for that. Would you know, like stuff like that. Like we always say, oh, it's sign of the times, so they don't take off for that. Or we always say, I wonder if CGC takes off for that. Those are the kind of things that would be kind of cool to to to, to put to bed. Okay, this is yes. we know CGC takes off for this. And we know that they don't for this. No, you're right. Like, um, we are, we actually already put that's one of, that's one of the questions that uh, we will be asking is the. You know, tell us about what what they allow and what they don't allow. Um, you know, uh, w w with restoration, how that works, stuff like that. Um, what are what are requirements for a grader? I mean, like, what training do they go through? Do they have to have you know certain uh, skills when they're hired? Do you train like There's what skills? So yeah. he says, uh, what are the first three big things he looks at uh, or looks for on a book? as marks and how many marks per point okay so like how many like if it's got a spine if it's got some spine ticks is it one point per spine tick or is it just because there's spine ticks it's it's x amount of points i i know a lot of that is the type of spine tick how much color it breaks stuff like that yep yeah, those are uh, all great questions and uh, definitely uh, ones I will be uh, trying to ask. I won't be doing the interview, but uh, I'm definitely going to be uh, uh, typing questions in the in the uh, in the um, chat. So um, it'll so, be interesting. So yeah, if you're watching the show live Friday night, that's tomorrow. It's going to be tomorrow on CBSI's uh, YouTube page. If you're listening to this playback on Monday. If you go to YouTube and, and look for CBSI, you can watch, catch the replay of it um, if, if it's something that you're interested in. So, I think I'm going to check it out because it's definitely something I'm, I'm interested in because I want to understand now. the grading process more. Yeah, now. <laughs> Since buying graded books has pretty much consumed my wallet. But Oh, so bust out that uh, first appearance of Black Cat and show us what you're talking about in chat. So I just got a first appearance of Black Cat 7.0. Like I feel like Sick when book. I sh when I shake it, you can hear like the book moving around. It feels like the book moves, and then the top of the the case right along here, you kind of can't see it because on uh, camera. But I can almost pull separate the case enough to pull the label out. Some of those older cases, there's a little bit of play and everything, so that's kind of normal. And it depends on I think it depends on how they vacuum sealed it and cut it as to how much play there is inside of it. Yeah, like that's a great question right there. Like, like I've got a, a plastic fork here, and there's so much room in there that I can stick a plastic fork in the case. I've got books that there's some play in the top and play in the sides, though. There's, they're not as much anymore. Like, hold up that label. It's a newer label. It doesn't say. Normally, it says when the book is was graded, but this one doesn't. Does the top have um, the the label on the top of it that tells you what it is? Is that under the plastic or above the plastic? 
it's above the plastic. So it's an older one. Don't they have that under the plastic now? Well, I, uh, so I mean, do a comparison here. This one, I'll grab this one. This was just done at uh, New York Comic Con last year. So this is, so that's the New York Comic Con label. So I mean, it's it looks like they're the same label, flip but it, flip it up so we can see the top. Hold a study. So f- there, that that is that inside. Yes. Mm-hmm. On that book, but on the other book, it's on the outside. No, it's the same. I think it's just the cases, man. As long as there's not a lot of. Yeah, I don't know. I, I there, there's play in some of those cases. There's different typeset on the top, right? No, it's the same. Same size and everything. Same yeah. point. Yeah. Okay. It looks it just like when I when I picked it up and I was looking at it, I was like, yeah. And then I like shook it, and it's got a lot of play in it. Versus like this this one for uh, for um, two fifty two, there's no play in it. But like the first black cat, there's a lot of play. And then I saw that case opening, I was like, oh, that's not good. So that'll be something that I definitely ask about. Should ask him about that uh, that Spider Man uh, two ninety eight I have, and how a signature can get passed over and still get a blue label. Do they they want when that stuff happens? They want that stuff back. Yeah, they want it back so they can figure yep. out relabel it. Yep. So when that happened, that happened another time. They wanted that book back so quick. Yeah, that happened with the um, that first Iron Fist. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's interesting stuff to, to ask him. You're right. Chuck makes a good point. Then don't shake it or shove forks in it. Yeah, I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was just I just shoved the fork in it to to show that there's that that spacing there because I can't. Like get it on the camera, so I figured just putting the fork in there would show that how much, how much you can the play there is. But I'm not I'm not gonna shake it. It's sitting in a box. Did you guys talk about DC already? No, we've not talked about DC not using uh, diamond anymore. So when I went into uh, Fantastic World Comics today, uh, that news had just broke, and it was interesting talking with a person that works in a local shop about that. And, you know, they're, they're worried both ways. They're like, how do we get our books now for Joker war? You know, now we got to struggle to get our books for Joker war, which everybody wants. Um, and, and if we don't get our new books for a week or a month or a couple weeks, that's a large part of that store's money that they're bringing in. So now they have to jump through hoops and this and that, and it could be a nightmare but in the long run, it could be glorious. It's just going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. I There's some cool dudes at Fantastic World Comics. There's some cool dudes. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Diamond still sends those books out because those were pre-ordered before the pandemic hit. So there's got to be like a, a cutoff date or a stipulation for when those books don't get sent out. When they, or when they're going to cut off from Diamond. Yeah. Maybe they made them send them back to D.C., that could be too. Maybe they requested them to be, re- yeah, or yeah, they re- requested the money back from Diamond and they just transferred it over to their new publishers. Who knows? It'll be interesting to see what happens with that. 
Cool. It's you know, Fantastic World Comics is a really fun store to go into and eye candy around and buy something, but actually just to sit there and talk comics. It's a really fun store to talk comics in where they love just talking comics with their customers. Yeah, I actually found something that I was super stoked that I never never seen anywhere. Um, I ended up buying a complete run of like one number one through eighteen of um, these old comic monthlies, the comic comic values monthly from like the early eighties, man. I mean, look at this. There's a there's the uh, Thundercats. I mean, if this look at this one. This one's crazy. I don't know what is the deal with this. I don't know if it's the original gobbledygook or what. But there is one that uh, on the cover it shows gobbledygook in black and white. Let's see if I can find it. Here it is. Oh, wow. Gobbledygook number one, and then here's the first ever issue. Very nice. So, it was oh. nice. I haven't opened them up and looked in them yet, but you guys know me. I love these old comic magazine type mm-hmm. reading things, behind the scenes type shit. So, oh, I bought all those, and then I got um, I got a couple couple just regular books i bought uh, i love this i love this uh adam hughes run of rose and thorn and this is one of my favorite rose and thorn covers where'd you get that at uh, fantastic world oh wow and then i got this this is a book uh i've been looking for for a while this is a sweet ass dave stevens marilyn monroe cover whoa was that their yeah. back issue band just something you were digging through and found or yeah Yep, these were in a back issue bin. And then I love this cover, the Elementals cover where she's having sex with the uh, dolphin. I buy that every time. And then I bought, I asked him, I said, I was talking to uh, Istvan, and uh, I, um, I asked him, I said, have you been selling much Star Wars? He goes, yeah, a guy came in a couple days ago and bought like, like a couple hundred dollars worth of all the Dark Horse Star Wars stuff. And she, he was right. All that shit was was. But I found this one. I had never seen this issue, so I don't. It's Star Wars Republic number eighty, uh, Jedi Fugitive. But it looked like it looked like it might have been one of the later issues. So I picked it up. It was only three bucks. Um, Aftermath of Order sixty six. So that was kind of cool. And then I, um, on the way home from there, I stopped by a Zia to check out there, see if they have any Star Wars books, and I found. This uh, Star Wars uh, Twilight, the uh, first, um, I think this is like early, um, um, what's this guy's name again? I forget his name. Viz, or uh, what's his name again? I'm not going to come up. I don't know, I can't really see it. This guy. He's uh, Solo Wookie's screaming at me right now. He's a major Jedi that was in the Clone Wars and stuff. And then I got this episode one Phantom Mass, uh issue, um, and uh, episode two or Phantom uh, episode one number two. This is the first appearance of Darth Maul. Um, and then this was the ultimate score right here. 
Django Fett, the prestige issue. That's pretty neat. First appearance of young Boba Fett in this. From Zeus? Yep. Oh, what a find. Super tough book. I bought all these books, the whole episode one Phantom Menace run, all four issues. First, um, uh, what's her name again? Padme. No, not Padme, the, the one that looks like her. Oh, her body double? Yeah, her body double is in that. Uh, yeah, I know it, yeah. And then this is a weird one I had never seen. It's a Wanted Comics exclusive. Shows all the figures. Interesting. So, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. You get some good finds over there once in a while. I love that type of shit. All What's right. that, Kyle? Is that a JTC cover? Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to find, I think episode, issue one says something about something, but no, I thought it did. Oh, yeah, there's there's Darth Maul right there. Ooh. Yeah. That's a nice find. I'm jealous, but not really. I'm excited, you know? Yeah, I love this type of shit, man. And I love that there's excitement in comics and Star Wars at the same time. So it's like yeah. a twofer. The twofer, Avenue. you're fucking right. Like J. John Jameson and podcasts for me. Yeah, sure. All right. So let's go ahead and uh end our show this week with a little bit of odd news. So a Virginia brewery announces that it's seeking a chief hiking officer. You'll be paid $20,000 to spend five to seven months hiking the Appalachian trail and drinking beer. Sold. Sounds like a, <laughs> sounds like a good deal if you didn't have to hike that that long ass trail. After the part, <laughs> if you didn't have to tra- hike a, a, a two thousand mile trail, like can you? Yeah, like the eight states. Yeah, can you bike ride it or something? Or you know, I don't know. Hey man, you just dirt get bike it a little bit. I, I don't know. Some nice moccasins, man. You're just fucking you just cruise, dude. I'm all in, except for I'm all in for the drinking beer and getting paid twenty thousand dollars for it. I'm not so so keen on the the two thousand mile hike though. Exercise some of the most dangerous mountains. Yeah, it's uh, that's not my my cup of tea. I'm I'll, good uh, too. I'll pass on that. Hmm. Although, yeah, no, that's a lot of walking. Yeah, that's no, lot, that's a lot of walking for this potato body. <laughs> can I Uber, right? <laughs> uh, can I Uber? Hell yeah, a dirt bike it or something. Just put Uber in the top right corner. It's <laughs> AJJ Podcast. Tim says, how the fuck did I not know about this? Walking and drinking beer in my state. There you go. Right? Fucking slacker. What state is it in? Um... Virginia, a Virginia, a Virginia brewery announces that it's seeking the chief hiking officer. So it's a Virginia I, brewery that's doing it. That's pretty sick. I, I didn't know Tim was in Virginia. Yep, that's where uh, that's where Nico is. Yeah, isn't that the state for lovers? It's the state for fucking heroin addicts. That's what it's for. Oh wow, heroin addicts and and oxycontin fiends. 
Just Brian watch the wild, wonderful whites of West Virginia. Oh, wow. Oh, he's in Virginia, right? Not West Virginia. Yeah, he's in Virginia, not West Virginia. Well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> uh, new story coming out of Richmond, California. A California man was arrested on Monday afternoon after police said he murdered a relative and was caught by authorities eating her body. Hey, man, it's a pandemic, man. You can't go to the store. The store closes early. There's curfews. Get hungry. Motherfucker's hungry. Motherfucker's hungry. Time to eat. That's the ultimate munchies right there. Yeah, act the cannibalism. That's a human meat, motherfucker. Let's eat. Walking dead. And the, end of the incident is still ongoing. They have not released the name of the man or the victim he was eating yet. So he says the state for lovers is Virginia. Well, technically you're on both. You're both right. Tim says. So and um, the last bit of odd news for this week is uh, a mom takes a giant sex toy to a DIY store to get the paint that matches her lewd hot pink dildo. So she I mean, wants hey, gotta she, repaint it. she wants paint in her, her sex store to match a hot pink dildo so she she actually took a dildo with her to the Home Depot to get the so color match. The paint chip. Did the, she hand it to the paint guy and said can you match this? Oh yeah. Yeah she took a picture of it in the cart and everything. I mean, listen, the way I see it, you know, attention to detail is a lost art. She wanted to make sure that everything was done exactly to scale. No, nah, she didn't want it to scale. She wanted color. Perfect no, match I, I, of her hot pink color. Ever, I don't want two colors of pink on my dildo. Freshly slapped pink. I want that to be one color of pink. <laughs> don't you fucking sell me the wrong color for my I need the hottest dildo. pink. I need this wall to match my dildo perfectly. Why? Did she just like the color? Got it, I guess, yeah. I mean, some people are coordinated for the... Yeah. Well, who does? I mean... I don't know. Sometimes you just want to be color-coordinated like Corbin was just trying to get at. Hey, man, there's nothing like re restoring something back to its original state. There yeah. you go. I'm all about restoration. You know, you know all about that, don't you, Kyle? I'm trying. How is that going, by the way? Great question. If it's not one thing, it's another, but eventually it'll be good. Yeah. Sorry, my life, Kyle. Have you, uh, have you worked out the uh, electrical issue yet? I, I'm oh, like 90% of them. You, you need to, you're supposed to say which one. Shh. Pretty much. <laughs> I did take it for a drive the other day. Ooh. I didn't give above. I didn't get above eight, even though it was floored. <laughs> Still drove her down the street and back. <laughs> and I don't have. I learned that I don't have reverse. Wow. And I learned a very viable lesson in a Type Three Volkswagen. So you know when you lift an emergency brake. I didn't know that these old Volkswagens were designed to only go up about a quarter of the way. So you. So I went all the way up with it, and, it, and the fucking it's these it's like this bracket with these two wires that go to the back wheels, and they you know they hook on to do the emergency brake, and then there's like this this little lip thing with a thing that hits the gear that goes basically like, well, that thing just flew off, <laughs> and then when I was driving, it got stuck, so it was stuck up. As I was trying to drive down the street, so that's it was like, why you were only going eight miles an hour. 
No, that's not why I was going eight miles an hour. <laughs> but I got to drive it, so that was pretty fucking cool. That's exciting. It was. A little birthday present there. I was all excited yesterday, and I was like, Nubia, she hadn't get, you know, seen it started yet, and I went to go start it. Oh, my God. I don't know if it was sucking through that last bit of shitty gas or what. She's like, shut it off. Shut it off. <laughs> um, is your boy uh, working on it with you yet? Yeah. <laughs> Hasn't even come out into the garage. The other week I got the reverse lights working, the emergency lights going, the, it, the lights are on, brights come on, brights go off. I did a bunch. Just little things here and there. It's coming. It just takes time. Start build up. There you I'm go. I'm going to have to take it somewhere, though, I think. And, like, there's, like, a V-dub, an air-cooled V-dub shop by my house. Since I really don't have any mechanic friends, you know what I mean. Like, but there's a v, air cooled VW shop about a mile from my house, so I might just take it there and have them give me like a. This is what this is what needs to be fixed. You know what I mean? The reading on it, whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, for fit, they tell me for fifty bucks. They'll tell me, you know what I mean? Like what what would need to be done? That's dope. Hell yeah. I might just keep trying to figure it out myself for a little bit, though. Oh, well, I... uh, 70 fuel injection. I think it's cool that you uh, have a project that you're working on. I think that's really cool. So stick with it. I'm not selling any more goddamn comics. (laughs) Very admirable. But anybody got anything else you want to talk about today? address before we go yes Tim I don't have any mechanic friends that live close to me there you if go. only you didn't live on the east coast and where are our Caucasaurus Rex toys they're in the queue he, okay. he just got done printing Kyle uh, me and Kyle lightsabers so they're in I've the got, queue I've got the Kylo Ren hilt <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> you badass Dude, it looks it looks so cool. He sent me pictures of it, and I got to put it together and paint it and everything. Like it's in pieces, but it's a cool project. Fucking awesome! It's in the pipeline. It's in the pipeline. If only like Tim or Michael Stout just lived in Arizona, man. They would have <laughs> they would have so many cool comic books right now. If they would come over and help me work on it, they would have badass comic books. Sounds like an offer. I mean, that's the reason why Chad got that uh, Boba Fett book. Because when he was helping me work on it, I made a bet with him. I was like, if you can help me get this to start today, I'll give you that book for 40 bucks. But if you can't, then you have to pay this dollar amount for it. And he was like, all right. We went to town on it, fucking around, bullshit, having a good time, and fucking we got it to start. And I was like, all right. That's sick, though, man. That's pretty cool. Hey, I tried to get him back. I was like, you know, if you just come back and help me again, I'll give you the goddamn book. Tim wants to know if the his package got delivered today. I haven't checked my mail yet. There you go. He's not I'll go. I'll go check it. Hey, you know what? You want to go check it right now? Give me a minute. I keep talking. I'll go check my mail real quick. 
He's going to go check his mail live on the show. But well, I think that's it. Well, they have to show off the pieces. Uh, yeah. Dude, the goddamn mailbox is fucking across the street. All right, go. What the fuck are you doing waiting? What'd you come back for? I started to cry like a little girl with a skin knee. <laughs> Not, not, not quite, but I saw your face. And you're like, I saw your butt puckered through your face. My butt puckered through your face. <laughs> All right, go. What are you waiting for, fucker? Right, right back. Stalling now, for fuck's sake. Oh, oh, oh. oh my god. Go, 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 go. Motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus. Jeez, fucking stall mode. There's an app. It sounds like it's starting to storm out, gentlemen. What does that mean? That means the monsoons are here. I already saw you begging for frogs online. Fucking A. (laughs) So, if any of you guys that live in Arizona happen to find any of those big, beautiful frogs hanging out by your desert toads, I'm totally not using them for psychedelic purposes and totally only using them to train dogs. Who's talking about this? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Only I'm going out tonight after this show. Are you? Yep. You're going to go searching it up, huh? Yeah. We'll see what happens. I'm watching a, uh, a video that somebody sent me of a guy going through a trash can. And at the bottom, and the reason he's doing it is because at the bottom of a trash can are a bunch of Golden Age Marvel books that are all trash that somebody threw in a fucking garbage. Oh, big, dude, huge those are probably, dumpster. that's probably fake. Oh, no, the I don't dude, think the so. The dude probably planted them in there, and then he's like, let's make this video. Hold on, check this shit out. Watch this. This is fucking horrible. Hypnotoads. Okay, yeah, no, that's not fake because those are got those are all shit on. It's got, it's got the first. It's got the first Doctor Strange in there, I think. Yeah, that's not even bagged board. It's fucking heathen. That's like mine after the water heater. Heathens. I mean, crazy shit, man. That's sad. Yeah, look at this. It's like some ex jilted ex is like, you know what? Forget you and forget your books going down there's a Popeye look like a Popeye one behind the, the Castrol motor oil no, yeah look at this book that he's about to fucking pull out here in a second here yeah no doubt about it. those books right are there too. boom that's a tough book right there and those books are done yeah, yeah oh, that, that shit will press out <laughs> that shit will press out 9.8's all day Let's It'll go. Buff It'll buff out. I don't know. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Pour a little castrol mortar oil on them. They'll shit'll buff right out. Mm. Oh, early, early, early. Doctor Strange, right there. Early Doctor Strange. Oh, that's heartbreaking. That's got to be like a scorned girlfriend because who in their right mind would just do that? I, I, I just I said that. I know you did. I'm agreeing yeah. with you. Oh, th- thank you. Thank you. All right. It has to be. 
Who else gets such prime graded books? Yeah, and just does that. You know what I mean? It's not like some ignorant person would go, oh, let's just dump out these great old looking books. Like I just dismiss the fact that I agree with you. Yeah, thank no, you. I, said, I thought you yeah. said you're welcome. No, I was going to say, you know, you could have just told me you agree with me 100%. That would have been a great tagline. I agree with you 100%. Thank you. See, made my Friday night. Look at that. There you go. Man, that's a, that's a long walk for Kyle to go right across the street to the mailbox, huh? <laughs> Fuck to get lost? You fucking take a detour? I'm visualizing my next time baby back of Brian's getting my books, man. Fucking oh, there you go. Detoured it or something? Can't wait. So I was reading Marvel Zombies run. And uh I forgot how good it was. Like it was gimmicky for sure. But especially when uh you had um Robert Kirkman and Sean Phillips on it, what Number one, number two, I think after number three, they stopped. Marvel Zombies? Yeah. No, they did. They did. I like kept going, but I think you only had the Sean first. Phillips and Kirkman for three? Three series. That's what it was. Okay, good. Yeah. Come on, four now, and it's different. Yeah. And then I know they go back to the storyline on, like, the Marvel Zombies Return, like the original one. But I forgot how, like, it was, it was, it was gimmicky, of course, but it was, like, sneaky good. Yeah, I love that series, man. I always love that series. Oh, look, Kyle's, Kyle's returned. You ready? Yeah. James Tucker, what you talking about? Oh, yeah, I was just filling the time while you were gone. The box was crushed. Oh, Thank no. you, FPS. Oh, no. So, Tim wants to know if you've got the mask yet. I did not. I have to meet up with Kyle for it, and Kyle's holding it hostage until I do. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm hoping to in the next couple weeks I'll go and meet up with him and get it from him. But I, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Hopefully within this month. I'm trying to plan something. Can they get up there? All right. Get what is right for the uh, The suspense is killing us all, Kyle. It, it, it kind of is, yeah. There's three bags in here. Whoa. That's freaking cool. So. Oh, my God. Dude, this is so fucking cool. Look at the detail on that thing. Wow. Wow. Yeah, this might look a little bit more. Yeah, that's very just technically just crafted. Good detail. Can't wait that's to get. I can't wait to get my sabers. But I mean, it looks fucking cool. Holy shit! I had him three uh, D print me Ahsoka's Clone Wars sabers. Dope. So I mean, but yeah, look at that, dude. Like, Yeah, I'll get you the other ones. He should totally... I think he should totally do an Etsy store for cosplayers, man. He could probably make a killing doing that. Yeah. 3D printing stuff for cosplayers. So... Oh, this must be the same. Yeah, so the Soka one is two sabers. It's a small one and a long... It's a small one and a longer one. She said, <laughs> That's how she told me. 
sick. Sick with yeah. it. Here's the end of it. Ooh, boy. Can't wait to sand and paint those bad boys. Yours. Yeah, these ones. There's a bunch of pieces. Yeah, it's gonna be assembled. Some assembly required. Some assembly required. And then here's the smaller one. Dope. You can, you can tell because it's littler. <laughs> That's what she said. So. Awesome sauce. And if Matt shows up at my awkward birthday party tomorrow, yeah, get him. Awkward birthday party. I love that. Okay. Birthday parties are always awkward and fun. The best kind. Yeah, but how many has a pinatas full of whiskey? That's true. Just one. That's yours. Mm-hmm. Just one. All right. Well, I think that's a good place for us to to end tonight. Give a big old one last big old roaring shout out to Kyle for a happy belated birthday. Old and getting old. We're all getting old except for Corbin, our token millennial. I'm getting <laughs> I'm, I'm getting old, but yeah. Sick. So badass. That is pretty badass. But guys, if this is your first time finding us in on YouTube, please make sure to hit that like and subscribe button and leave us a comment below. Make sure to crush that bell so the notifications are turned on so you know when we go live every Friday night at 7.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Uh, if you're listening to the playback on Monday, please make sure to hit that uh, subscribe button so you can download all our fresh episodes when they go out every Monday and leave us a review as it helps us so much in the podcast standing. If you want to support the show in any way possible, the best way to do that is by uh, buying one of our shirts. You can find them on our Absolute Geek Etsy store. You can get the shirt that Brian's wearing right now, the uh, comic code T-shirt. Uh, the, you can get the Kyle Signature Series shirt. What a better way to celebrate Kyle's birthday than buy one of his Signature Series shirts. Uh, the No, sir, that is an incorrect statement shirt. Uh, you can get the Blocked by Liefeld. And send, so many more shirts are available on that Etsy store. Uh, make sure to check out some of our other podcast per, uh, programming, like Tales from the Spinner Rack Sundays. Um, yeah, so for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, I am Matt. I am so fucking excited. I'm Brian. And I'm Corbin. And we'll see you guys next time.